welcome. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, welcome to Your Aunties Could Never. I'm Auntie AK, and I'm here with Auntie Farah, Auntie Nana, and Auntie Shade. This is episode 71. 71. Um, how are you, my ladies? It's nearly as old as you. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, I'm all right. I feel better now. You feel better now? Yeah, I had a bit of a, like, uh, I don't know, not COVID, because I got tested, definitely didn't have COVID. But I was feeling a bit under the weather and hay fever. I just got attacked. Like, I don't know, hay fever is on a thousand at the moment. And yeah, I'm just tired of sneezing. My nose is sore. Do you, um, do you take any medication? Yeah, I do um, the nasal spray. That's the one that works the best for me. But it's just, yeah, it's not, it's either, maybe it's, you know, when it cancels itself out now, like, do you know what I mean? It's not effective anymore. It doesn't seem to be. I just got a sore chest. I don't know what's going on. Just keep coughing. But it's not COVID. And this is the thing. I was sick, like, last week. And you have to say to people, it's not COVID. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> allowed to just be sick anymore you have to say caveat it's not covid how do you know because it's not covid because it's not covid okay let's go auntie farah wagwan for wagwan so this is a nice simple quick easy thing right okay so it's freaky friday right you know freaky friday like you get into some they get into yours okay would you rather freaky friday into pretty patel or Katie Hopkins, and you've got to live like them with their families and their husbands in their lives for a month. Oh, definitely pretty. Definitely. pretty. I will fuck shit up, man. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Come out, yeah. like, supporting BLM. <laughs> you know what I mean? She will channel all of her freaking funds there. You're not allowed to do like, that. Go no, on. She's you. Hmm? She's you. She's me. Yeah, you swap places. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I think my uh, people around me they can handle it. They, they, they'll be able to uh, tell and handle it. But yeah, I would just make sure that she could never work in politics again, ever. I would destroy. <laughs> I would destroy. <laughs> I a pretty Patel, but I had no plan. I just like just I just would rather be her than. How could anyone even? Fathom being Katie Hopkins, unless she had, to, unless secretly she really does enjoy being a villain. If she's happy, but I just don't know where, because she's just been deported in it for Australia as well. Yeah. Yeah, I love like, that imagine the, the, one of the whitest countries in the world don't want you. Where, where, what's happening? That's vile, right? Absolutely. No, it'd have to be pretty, and I, I just want to know what it's like to smug, to go smug like that the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, we're not. No, definitely pretty for all of those reasons. And I don't know what her husband looks like. And I, I want to meet her family and be a part of it. So I understand. I, I would just love to be in that world to see what they chat shit about and then just kind of wake up one day and be like, it's all wrong and just, yeah, mess about with her life. It would be amazing. And she can mess about with mine, but my life is nowhere near hers. So what she messes up here is like a, a, a little swirl. What I'm going to do to hers is like a tsunami. So, it, it yeah. Is, yeah, it's not comparable. Do you know what? She might organise my life as well. She might be, she you know. She absolutely so could yeah. make it better. 
So thank you, Pretty, in advance. Hey, no, the British blacklist wouldn't be called the British blacklist anymore. <laughs> Definitely not. You find that to be offensive to people who are not black. It'll be the immigrant list. She'd call it, um, what would she say? She'd call it a uh, gesture media. Gesture media. It's true. Divisive. Um, Divisive. I think I'd be Katie and kill Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. That's one song. <laughs> Get me in them both. That's a very good point. Get me. That would be so funny. That's a very good point. I do. Okay, next one. Would you rather have to gut fish for a week and not wash or eat fish guts for a week only? For a million pounds, which one would you do? I would gut fish for a week. And not wash? Hold on, yeah. hold on, wait, hold on. Can I ask a question? Fish guts cooked. No. So it's sushi guts. Well, it's, you're putting a nice spin on it. It's just fish guts. It's just fish guts. Oh, regular yeah. old standard. Yeah, no, way. no way, I can't do that. Fish guts. Oh, there's, there's no point, it'll just be, I'll be eating myself because I'll be vomiting. So it'll be yeah, cutting fish for crying you're out. You're cutting the fish, you're gutting yeah. the fish. For I can cut fish though, man, I can do I that. can't wash. Yeah, but I, I know I know how to do it very well, so I think yeah, I'll be fine. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Gutting fish like for like all day, every day, or is it for, an hour? Yeah, for a whole month? Yeah, like, you just gutting fish, clean it and stuff, and then slice it. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not eating it because I just literally could not eat it, so I wouldn't get anywhere. I'd die. I think I died before I got through the first bite. <laughs> like the first spoonful, I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even do it, mate. I'm going with the gut in the fish as well. Yeah, both of them could make me throw up. I don't, re- I don't know, but I don't think oh. I can eat it. No, but eating is what because, like, actually having it inside my it just wouldn't stay inside, so it's, it's no point. Fish guts, mm. oh. and after a while, what you, you you would get acclimatized to the smell as well. You, you know, people yes, work, everything but, smells around you, isn't it? You smell the fish smells, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm single right now, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gutting the fish, I'm not eating that. shit. That's the same like, ew. Yeah. That's like nasty. Okay, last one. Would you rather have to eat a bowl of toenails <laughs> for one million, or would you rather eat a bowl of hair for two fifty? What the Sorry, two fifty? What two 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 hundred and fifty thousand? Sorry. What? I don't understand. I'd have to eat the toenails. <laughs> You no, they're a bunch of toenails. It's a bowl <laughs> of lots of toenails. Oh, even thinking of And whose hair? And whose hair? Anyone's hair. But it's, think about it. You've got a bowl. They're both the same size. One is filled with toenails. How many different people's toenails does it take to fill a bowl? How many different people's hair does it take to fill a bowl? I don't know if I can physically eat hair. Yeah, I, 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 could, I could eat hair. I could eat hair. How would you, how, you, you just chew it, it, chew it, chew it, and then it comes a little bowl and you swallow it. You can have a glass of water, but you can't cook it or anything. Oh, if I can have a glass of water, freaking now the toenails. No, 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 but you have to swallow it whole. Wouldn't the toenails be more scratchy? Maybe, but I feel like they'd go down easier. I think I could do the toenails. Imagine they look like the toenails. Well, they crunch as well. 
But you, you don't, don't have to chew. You, you could just do like, like, oh, like you know. You will be scratching your... Yeah, With a white yeah. gulp of water, it'll go down. I'll do the toenails. Yeah, I could do the toenails. I could do a bowl of toenails. I absolutely could. All you've got to do is just mind over matter it. It's peanuts. It's whatever. No, it's popcorn. I'm going to do the hair because I think there's going to be less hair. Because the way hair... Oh, the density. Yeah, there's going to be less what hair. What if it's white people's hair or Chinese people's hair? That, there's layers and layers and layers. And it's hard to get down. How do you... Well, that, it's, hard even, to, it's hard to fill a bowl of that. I, on Sade, that yeah. is the reason why I'm doing the hair. And that's why I'm so specific about the bowls. Because there's, you've only got 10 toes. <laughs> so how many different people's toenails would be in the bowl? They might not even be. Oh, you're mute. Okay. You can get different, like, from, I know you can pack a bowl with hair. When I worked at the head, you can get those bits of hair. When Possibly so. But I yeah. think it would be less people than toes. And also feet. Ew. No, I'm eating the hair. It's all nasty, but my point is, I think toenails will go down easier than hair because even when you get hair and put water in it, it'll go swirl around. You're gonna have hair all in your teeth. It's gonna stick. It's not gonna go down. Gonna... No, I, I didn't say well, you went there. <laughs> I mean, little bits of hair will stick in your mouth with the water, so it's not gonna go down smoothly. It's no, not I, think your throat. I think I could get over yeah. eating hair. I don't think I can get over eating toenails. But for the money, really, it's four yeah, times as much. And you're so you're gonna suffer either way. Both of them are are nasty. But for a meal, I may as well just go that extra mile and just do the toenails. Ugh. They will go down quicker than hair for sure. I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna eat the hair and invest a two fifty. Trust me, I'm not eating yeah I'm toenails. Well, I'll, I'll wait for you to. <laughs> <laughs> When you oh, get yeah, those investments, up. like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, <laughs> let's get the comments. Okay. All right. We have lots of good evenings and good evening, sistering. Good evening, Sonia. Um, Nicholas says, aunties, you have a glow. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, Nicola also says um, she would eat the fish guts. Um, and another person, oh, Sistrin says that she would gut the fid and rub smelling salts under my nose and put cotton wool in there and mm. just carry on thinking of my fam, of my Millie. Um, That's lots. cheating. You're not allowed any AIDS. It's just raw. <laughs> Vinji says, um, Vin RG says, I think hair, you can wrap the hair in balls and wash it down with the water. Okay, that's the if it's you lot are thinking afro hair, if it's straight hair, you're not getting those balls, it's gonna be very difficult. And if it's little short bits, I'm just seeing the balls of hair when it's I gonna get stuck this. in your throat, gonna and then you're gonna be like a cat and have to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Rather yeah. than toenails. <laughs> have you seen what some people's feet look like? <laughs> you're Shadow, you're cussing a lot in you. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally having a full blown conversation. <laughs> I just saw you going. That's okay. It's fine. I will eat. The, I will eat the hair. <laughs> it's, it's, Mate. But yeah. Okay. Um, who are we welcoming to the family this week? Right. So I am welcoming to the family the receipts. The receipts podcast. Um, so Audrey, uh, Millennia, and Tolly 
Um, they have done an amazing job and they've released a book called Keep the Receipts, um, Free Women, Real Talk, No Filter. And it's actually available on Amazon at the moment. And I just think that they've just done an excellent job. They've been grafting at this for a long while now. And it's just good to hear, you know, women of colour, their voices, um, doing like amazing things and like living their truth at the end of the day. So I welcome them to the family. Yeah, yes, and they've got a massive tour at the moment too. They're like yeah, on tour yeah. and playing out some big old stadium, um, arenas, whatever they are, venues. But yeah, props to them, man. Well done. Yeah. Big up, big up, big up. The nieces. Um, okay, so it's time for what have we heard? News stories from this week's news headlines. What's going on in the news? What have we heard? Auntie Nana, I think you're up first. Okay. Well, I guess this is probably like being one of the big bombshells this week is um, Boris coming out and saying that to get into a nightclub, we will need to be double vaccinated from the end of September. Now, I just wanted to know what you guys think about this. And does this like increase the pressure to be vaccinated for those of us that are not? Auntie Farah. <sighs> this just reeks of Boris and his bullshit again. Blatant bullshit. Because the thing is, right, I was listening to the guy that owns Heaven and um, G-A-Y. He, he was saying that he has a bar and his bar has a capacity of 450 people. And currently he can have 450 people in his bar, not socially distancing, rubbing up against each other. But his club that is next door to his bar that people go to afterwards has different restrictions. It's just absolutely mental. Boris is saying that it's going to come out in September. So it's not even to say it's coming out now. So you're going to allow them to do whatever they want to between now and September. But then in September, you're going to claw it back and say that they must follow all these restrictions. He was better off saying that clubs must close until September. Because what is the point of allowing them to open now? It is just, it is so damaging to the nightclub entertainment industry, what he's doing. There are so many people that aren't going to be vaccinated. There are so many people that, you know, can't be vaccinated. And, you know, it's just, why is it one rule for one thing and another rule for something else? It's just ridiculous. You can go to a football match as long as you can prove that you've got a negative COVID test, but you can't go to a fucking nightclub. It's bizarre. It is just, yeah, it's ridiculous. Boris just needs to isolate, basically. Forever. Auntie Shade. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, it's a bit of a difficult one. I think I'm on the fence with this one because I think that, um, like, to kind of, like, go off that point, I do think that it does give clubs the opportunity to make money now, do you know what I mean, and to prep for everything that's coming. And also that will be going into flu season where... Um, you're probably going to get like a big a spike again. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So I feel like they're probably trying or they're thinking along those lines. I do, however, think that it should be standard across the board. If that's what they're doing for nightclubs, they should do it for other things like football matches too. I don't think that they're as frequent as nightclubs are open, but I think it should be the same rules um, as well if that's what they're going to implement. Um, but you know, like I think people should get vaccines. So I'm not really against them doing this. And I think it encourages people to do that. 
Um, and yeah, and it just helps us overall. Do you know what I mean? To reach that goal in terms of getting the most, the maximum amount of people um, vaccinated in the shortest period of time. So yeah, that's that's where I am with things, which I know in this space is probably not a popular opinion. But that's okay. Um, I think it's okay. I think I think what's more stressful. I mean, I think it, I agree with everybody. It should be a blanket. Like if it's going to be, let it be for everything. Don't pick and choose certain things because that's ridiculous about DIY heaven. Like how, like just literally next door is like next. It's just stupid. Um, so I, 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 it was very random. Like just nightclubs. Why nightclubs? And then you just had a whole football madness. Um, I, in regards to feeling pressure, yeah, there's more and more conversations. I've had more and more conversations like, oh, aren't you vaccinated? Oh, and I, I just want to be in my own bubble. And if I do it, I do it in my own space without outside pressure. I want to, I mean, when I say outside pressure without, if it's the law, then fuck it, I'll get it in, haven't I? But I don't want to be having conversations with any average Joe who thinks they know more than science or know them more than me and my decisions in my life. Don't come and tell me anything. I get it and you can be passionate, but leave me alone to get there when I want to get there. That's the part where, and it does seem a lot more pressure. There's a few more conversations with people are a bit like horrified. Oh my God, you must get vaccinated. Um, you know, if I want to get on a plane, which we are planning to get on a plane soon, I can actually, my daughter just returned from Portugal and the way they're making it quite awkward to test and test and test and do all this type of stuff and quarantine, they're making it as difficult as possible to go away uh, and come back and be caught cool and be chilled. So, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm flip-flopping like, should I do it? Should I just do it and get it out of the way? But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to do it because I want to do it on my own terms, not because people are forcing me to for people that don't know nothing about science or whatever. But that's it. Um, just, it's, just, it's all just too much. Auntie Dana. Um, you know what? I, I feel like it's the biggest drive to try and get young people to get vaccinated it's it's too targeted at that kind of venue market and say in nightclubs and other venues that have large capacities it's generally going to so I'm presuming it's going to be targeting young people and then also like the kind of younger to 40s getting married type of space as well I bet they'll try and put some restrictions there as well but it's too much of a to me, it just falls into the hands of all of the conspiracy theories that have been going about from since this virus turned up is that you are going to try and herd people into a way of life and take away their natural freedoms to decide what they want to do. I'm not really that passionate about going clubbing anymore, so I don't really care. But, but there is an increasing, I would say, pressure from people who have been vaccinated and the 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 wholesale of getting vaccinated to have more freedoms, and if that doesn't get followed through, then there's more people who have been vaccinated, and it's like, why did I get vaccinated? I feel like this is where the kind of, I guess, the polarities lie. You comply, and then you want everybody else to comply, or you don't comply, and it's a bit like, I, I'm fine anyway. So I, I get where you would have to start doing penalising of people but really again this is just going to allow lots of people to just go down a black market and get some type of certificate passport whatever to say that they've been vaccinated when they really haven't I think more young people would 
probably go down that road and, and would do that as well. And it's like, what else do you want? Do you want to start criminalising people when this isn't even a vaccine? You can still get it and you can still pass it on. That's that's not what a vaccine is. And you can still die. I think but it's a vaccine, not a cure. That's the thing. It's a vaccine, not a cure. You can't. But a vaccine, a, a vaccine should it's, it's, be able to hold something. It's like, yeah, no, I'm, saying, I'm just struggling with saying people have died. It's fact. People have died. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I For me, I feel like, Auntie Nanny, you were onto something where you said people, young people, just go down the black market. But I think what will happen is it will go back to, you know, like underground raves. Like, yeah. stuff like that used to happen. And even during lockdown, there were a few of those happening. I feel yeah. like that's going to happen more, which, again, is not going to be to the benefit of the nightclub owners, but yeah. that's going to happen more for all the people that don't want to be vaccinated. I'm with you, Auntie AK. I'm not saying that I'm never going to get vaccinated. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is nobody has the right to force it on me and nobody has the right to question why I'm not doing it. It's my body and it's I'm deciding at this present time I don't want one. Down the line, in six weeks, six months, six years, I might be like, I'm going to go and get it done. But this is how I feel at this present time. And as long as I'm being safe and around people that are, you know, being safe, I think then, then that's fine. And the government have let all the restrictions go. They've let all the restrictions go, knowing that not everybody is vaccinated, knowing that not everybody knowing that they haven't imposed it by law that you are vaccinated. So, you know, it's, oh, hell, thunder. Um, this is the whole thing. It's like, what's going to, what's, other than the flu season, which I get, you know, as we, as we go into the colder months, there may be like um, an increase in things going around. But if there's a problem, as they say, it's on the rise and everything, how come you've opened everything up and people can go out for the next eight weeks and go and party and spread and all of that. And then all of a sudden, at the end of September, loose state as always. There's always that loose state. It may be in October. Who knows when this is going to happen? But then you're going to impose this type of, of, a, um, of a restriction to people who haven't been vaccinated yet, that they can't just go about to nightclubs and, and into venues that they would have done previously. It, to me, it just doesn't really make any sense. I don't get why he seems to pluck these things out of the air. That's money as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You need to give people notice. And then also as well, it's just economics. They can't afford to keep, do you know what I mean? Like, because if they, by law, say that these places cannot be open, then the government technically has to support that. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it affects the economy. So they can't afford um, for those places to be permanently closed. Well, that's, so then which one is it? Economy or health? It's What's funny. more important? Is it actually like, are we, uh, is it's it really that deadly that you're no, people say? Because the restrictions are in place because of the capacity of the NHS. That's not, do you know what I mean? That's not pure science. That's just organisation. It's numbers. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, you, you know, it's all of those yeah, things. Okay. Even, even what you've just said, how does that make sense then? <laughs> if it's on the capacity of the NHS, how come things are going to be open at this moment if you're saying every time on the news that things are getting like the, the infection rate is is growing, the Delta strain is four times more likely to be caught. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. if all of this is taking place at this yeah, moment, how does it make sense to open everything up again? In the words of the health secretary, if not now... When? It's just like open it up. But the thing is, you can't say, you can't 
the 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 world that we live in, this society that we live in, you're saying that he's gonna, he's getting ridiculed for saying that, but it's the truth. Like it's arbitrary. It's just he's he might just be plucking numbers out of the sky or giving like the minimum um, amount of time to, to give notice or file paperwork or whatever it's based on. Do you know what I mean? But like that's it. It's 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 kind of like a guessing game. So like I I just don't I don't know what you expect from people. I don't not not you in general. But I I, I, have, I have said that before. Like in, in in all honesty, running a country. What do you do? When do you do it? How do you do it? It's it not easy. It just unfortunately for this bumbling lot or whether, unfortunately, they just handled this and it was unprecedented. No one really understood what was happening, how it was going to happen. So you can afford them some sort of, oh my God, but because they're just a whole bunch of fucking liars and propagandists and all that type of stuff, it's really hard to take what they're doing seriously. And there are other countries who've done things a bit differently and had a better success rate or seems to be a better success rate in managing it and containing it. And there's other countries that they implore in... in, in they have less freedom of speech they have less um, freedom of movement or do you know what i mean kind of thing like they, they the the police are more in <laughs> inclined to enforce things do you know what i mean so like we, you know is the grass is always greener man for something we don't live in and i hear what you're saying Antinana, but like we just don't live in that society man i think it's like around the world especially in the western world like you are giving up freedoms every single day. That's the reality. That's 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 how they control the population. Yeah, but it, sh it shouldn't be a given that it is. <laughs> that this is what we all kind of comply to. That we just because a, a government is is a consensus. You can you consent to actually having them running things. It shouldn't just be they just tell us shit. I think that's very like, ideal. because it's not the the stats are not there to back up these types of steps that they're taking the death toll is not what they say it is it's like it doesn't actually like correlate to then be compliant with them like it's like actually this doesn't make any sense because people are naturally fearful if if people were dropping or even on your road it was literally like five people had died on my road everybody would be in their yard. You wouldn't even need to impose it on people. It, it literally would be like, I am going to stay in. I but when you don't see that, it is like, yeah, okay, what are we doing this for? But also I think it doesn't help when the government itself who make these regulations and these laws don't you cannot say if you get pinged by the NHS app, you must stay at home and isolate, and then you get pinged by the NHS app and you come and well, you actually, actually, I don't have to stay at home because I'm part of a pilot thing and we're going to be tested every day. So then let, let the common man on the street who works for himself be tested every day and go to work. Because he's at home losing money, unable to feed his family. But we told him stay home. But we know that when, because we've seen with the football recently, can't be trusted. Yeah, can't yeah. Be right, you're right. That's, that's what it is. Right. <laughs> so, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I feel. I think we said we probably could reference an earlier episode where we said that this is probably going to what, what's going to happen. Yeah. That they're not going to make it into law, but they'll just make make it so right. like yeah, yeah we, we definitely especially about venues we definitely did yeah, say yeah. venues and concerts and in order to go they're going to make it that you have to go in with your vaccine passport yeah. and yeah they probably are. although at one stage didn't he even say there was going to be no vaccine I mean, passports they've used, um, 
every single minute. Yeah, they really have. Minute. They're like, I don't know. And that's why people are just like, let me make my own decision because you lot cannot be trusted. Your word's going to be trusted. That's the problem. Because it's different. It, like, there could be good. Sorry, there could be good leadership. Like, there's definitely. You know, there's a leader that you can trust in and like, look, and be more honest. Like, look, we don't know what we're doing. We're trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. But you instead of being honest, someone that said, I don't no, know. No, I think it's about you how you deliver it. It's about like, look, we're all in this together. Rally round. You know that there's there's that leader that gives makes you feel like, okay, we're figuring this out. But because there's so much different information and Boris is going on like, we know what we're doing, that we don't know what we're doing, then I'm flouting the rules and my right hand's flouting the rules with fucking people in the streets and, <laughs> and not taking COVID. All this shit. It just looks like a shit show. Whereas if you had like a leader that had like it was just a different leader, you know that there were people. Honestly, honestly, I really don't think so because I think like the way this country set up, the way the press is set up, they'll find something there. The way the press is, they will just tear into everything. So I'm even kidding. if it's like, so even like at the moment, like the cases are going up, but I think that the ratio for like um for deaths or something is lower. Do you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. So it's not as severe. But that's not what they're going with. That's not the headline. The headline is the cases are going up because they want to destroy any good. It has to be, you know, controversial. There has to be conflict because they want to get ratings. They want to sell papers. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like the whole, every aspect of our lives is corrupt, basically. So, basically. you know, I'm just <laughs> like... Even, okay, yes, so in saying yes, that... Okay. In saying that, that every aspect of our lives is corrupt, how can you then, in good conscience, be like, I think people should get vaccinated? I'm just like, you know what? If it's going to make my life easier, <laughs> okay. not, I'm going to one day. Do you know what I mean? Might be this, might get knocked down by a bus. Don't know. Do you know what I mean? That's it. It's, it's whatever in it. And also as well, sounds a bit sick, but survival of the fittest as well, I think, really and truly. If I'm supposed to be here, I'm going to be here. If I'm not, then I'm not. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> let's get the comments, please. Okay, all right. So, this one says, um, do these restrictions apply to um, football stadiums, race courses, and church? And if it is just for venues or does it apply to places where large crowds would gather? Would it apply to festivals like Glastonbury or Carnival? I have so many questions. Um, Nigel Mars? Not all. Some yeah. festivals are choosing to do this, but not all. It's not mandatory. Uh, Mark says the biggest problem has been the language the government has used. Too much ambiguity and flexibility of the rules is why people don't know, don't know up from down. Nicholas says, we see the disparity between sports and theatre. I went to Wimbledon and did not need a vaccine, but I cannot go to the theatre. Uh, Nigel also goes on to say, we are going to have to, to be vaccined in order to move around going forward. Once they start charging for the vaccine this winter, it will be interesting to see how people respond. And can't do that because you have to use the time limited or a uh, time limited QR code generated by the NHS app in order to move around. Forgery is going to be very hard or very expensive. Um, I don't think so, but yeah. And Antoinette says, I don't even think it's a vaccine, Auntie Nana. You're right, it's more like an immune booster. And let's see. Nigel goes on to say Israel has the highest vaccine, but now has the highest rate of hospitalizations. 
Um, Nia Date says, the more we say that's just how things are, we can't change it, then the more these statements become more, will become true, which with each utterance of phrases like this, we are willingly handing over our freedom. And Carla Nurse says, I live in Hong Kong. It has been handled well here, low death rates, but also low vaccination rates. And Neodate says, this government hasn't given me one reason why I should trust them. They go against science when it suits them. I will not be their guinea pig. And Nicola says, I got my sea moss, sage and bath salts. Leave me alone. And yeah, just just to throw in that, there's no promotion of healthy eating and healthy lifestyle at all. There's no, it's just vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. No like, eat better, eat well, be healthy. Because you can't trust people to do that. Like, you well, can't just, even just, even just even a campaign, they do campaigns for campaign. They can campaign. What happens to like five a day? I think <laughs> I'm down the drain personally. Not, not to say that I don't think you should eat well. I'm not saying that. But but I think that like, it's just, it's just a lack of information about, like, it's just like get a vaccine. But actually, you, you, you have to boost your immune in so many different ways, but there's nothing. And you, they, they well know, they know they're not eating crap. They know, you know, they, they're eating healthy, like rich food, rich, rich food, whatever the fuck. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like, also to compliment that, just do something. If you really want to help the nation, you don't. It's like economics, all that type of shit. Actually, you yeah. Okay, Auntie Shade, what have you heard? Okay, so my should be kind of like a quick one. Um, so basically, kind of strange news regarding the Olympics. So you should probably know that the Games were uh, postponed from last year um, and now taking place on the 23rd of July, I think, in Tokyo. Um, and while competing, the athletes, uh, they're going to be staying in the Olympic Village. And this year, in a bid to be more sustainable and to help limit the spread of coronavirus, the athletes' bed frames are being made of cardboard or they're made of cardboard and allegedly they can only take the weight of uh the body weight of an average person and they allegedly would collapse with extreme and sudden pressure if applied um somehow this <laughs> has led to a story suggesting um that it's these uh, bed frames have been created to actually discourage um, the athletes from having sex while they're there. Um, the Telegraph mentioned a tweet by US distance runner, I think it's Paul uh, Chilimo. Um, he, he stated in his tweet, he said, um, basically, it aimed at avoiding intimacy um, amongst athletes. Um, and basically, people just ran with this story. Um, but it's been called fake news by Irish gymnast uh, Reese McLaggen, I think his name is, um, who basically uh, recorded himself jumping vigorously <laughs> on the cardboard bed and it not breaking and it not uh, succumbing to any pressure. Um, so my question is, um, if this is true, it's probably not true, but if it was true that this they've created these beds so that athletes don't have sex with each other, should we even be in the athlete's business? Why should we care? And um, in the village, they found apparently three cases of coronavirus already. So one including the organizer, two competitors, and also um, I think it's uh, Coco Gauff, I think, recently withdraw, um, withdrew from uh, attending the Olympics because, you know, she's tested positive. And uh, do you think, with all of that, that the game should even go ahead? What do you guys think? 
Auntie Nana. Um, I the, see the bed thing. It did make me chuckle, but I I thought it was way more probably about sustainability, like actually, than like because there's so many beds in the village, and I remember from the from the London games, there was a thing about how small they were, and that was the kind of comeback was they're smaller to fit an athlete, and it, we're not trying to use too many materials that are only going to be used once and such and such. So I, I did think it probably didn't have too much to do with with sex and more to do with a st- sustainable bed frame and somehow it will decompose or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know why anybody's in any athlete's business, really. It's like they have so many restrictions and they put restrictions on themselves. If they're not supposed to have sex or whatever, they probably wouldn't anyway. And if they want to have sex, let them have sex. Like they give up a lot to just entertain us. I think having a bit of nookie during the games that isn't isn't that bad. So yeah, we absolutely should stay out of their business. Um, and what was the last question? Should the games go ahead? Should the games go ahead? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we we it's been on pause for a year. Frigate. As you said, survival of the fittest. Whoever's going to be around is going to be around. <laughs> Let's just see how it goes. It'll be fun to watch. Um, Auntie Farah. <laughs> Who said you need a bed to have sex? <laughs> like, that's so old school. And now it's night time. Lay down. Like, come on now. I need a bed. There's lots of options. Um, yeah, we need to stay out of their business. I don't think it's about the sex, though. I do think it's about sustainability. I definitely do. I, you know, I, I, Because anyone with half a brain is going to understand that, as I said before, you don't need a bed to have sex. You can have sex wherever you want to have sex. They can have sex on the track for all they, you know, anywhere they want, basically. But um, should it be going ahead? Yeah, why not? The Euros went ahead. Why not? Why should the Olympics be penalised? As long as they're, you know, doing what they need to do. I think there was probably a few people that tested positive for the Euros as well um, and couldn't participate. So why not? That's what I say. Let's see some running. I like it. Um, yeah, exactly. I was going to say the same thing. You need a bed. Or, listen, I swear all of us have tried to have sex, have had to have or wanted to have sex in places where we shouldn't have had sex and you knew how to do it quietly and just still get your kicks and just do minimum movement and get your kicks. I don't understand. It's not hard. If it's a sensitive bed or whatever, like if it was about the sex and the bed's going to collapse, I'm sure you can still get it in. Um, and I, I mean, I've always wanted to be in the athlete's village, just walk around and see the sights. Uh, I, I don't know how they do it. If they have to be restricted for a game line, then there's big, tall Ados- Adonises standing in front of you. What the fuck? But yeah, no. Nah. Let them leave them alone if it was about sex. But yeah, obviously it's about sustainability. And also there's a lot of conversation about when these villages are purposely built for these events, the waste that, you know, the, the resources and stuff that's wasted afterwards. I think, was it, which, not, we've been, Tokyo, where was the other East Asian um, games? Japan, was it? I oh, know, not to, where was it? Beijing. Was it Beijing or Brazil? Or one of the ones where they were like, they literally left. Brazil, they spent an exceptional yeah. amount of money. And the way they kind of like cleared out the streets and the homeless people and all that type of stuff. And then you've got these empty venues that are just going to waste and not being reused. So yeah, I, I prefer them to like have the, like a pack, a cardboard box to pack down when it's finished. Um, just sleep really still in it, guys. Uh, 
I feel like if the like key people are coming down with COVID, you want to see COVID, Olympics is um exciting. Is I love the Olympics and I want to see the name brands that running and holding up holding their titles and stuff like that. So I would. I potentially, I think I thought the other day, like maybe this shouldn't go ahead this year. It's got no audience. The whole vibe of it is different. And I don't know. It's like when the basketball players were like voting whether to play with no audiences and stuff like that. And some of them were like, no, we don't like that. And they were being accused of being like, you know, they want to show off. But it's like, it's the whole vibe and the spirit of everything, having an audience there cheering yourself on and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be up, even as much as I love the Olympics, anticipate it. I like the whole thing. Are they going to have an opening ceremony? I love the opening ceremony and looking at all the countries. I just get, I have so much fun. I just love the whole thing. So I get really involved in that. I watch the whole thing. So I like that. So if they don't, if there's things that aren't there after waiting for four years, now five years, I could wait another year if they took it down and said, look, too many people are getting COVID. But it's more about the key athletes that you want to see defend their titles. If they're not going, it's just like maybe the C athletes and the D athletes. Sorry, guys. I know you've trained hard, but it's not a fair fight, is it? It's like a we all get an award type show. <laughs> Auntie Farah. No. I yes, Auntie no, no, no. Sweet. Oh, Auntie Shadow. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I think like, um, first of all, I can't lie. When I first heard cardboard beds, I was just like, if you can't afford proper beds, just say that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um but no, I just thought this sounds like a bit of a plant story. I was just like, "What well, are athletes like super horny?" Or and and I, then I thought like, "Well, maybe they are actually." But um, and then I thought, you know, if someone was like in a PR room somewhere, just thinking, "Okay, how can we get people to talk about the Olympics?" Okay, right. What do people like to talk about? Sex. Okay, cool. Like, what should we read? Like, it just sounds like. It could really, do you know what I mean? They could just make this up and throw it out there. And then, you know, everyone, it did catch fire and everyone was just, was talking about it. So yeah, it definitely worked. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not too, I'm not too fussed if it doesn't happen. Just for the same reasons that you're saying, Auntie AK, I just think like, if the best of the, if not all of the best of the best are going to be there, then what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Because then it's like, it's kind of like a miss year. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe, but then I do, I do feel for, you know, like say if this was supposed to be their last Olympics, do you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't be, I feel for those people, you know? But then, uh, I don't know. So yeah, so I'm kind of like, yeah, the, the people that are gonna be affected by it, like if this was the last one, I feel for them. But for yeah. my own personal selfish kind of like position, like I'm not too fast if it just didn't come back until 2024, I, I, I don't mind in that sense. Um, yeah, so that's it, yeah, that's my story. Let's get the comments. Okay, so um, Nigel says, yes, Brazil and London Olympics were rife with sex among the athletes and STDs. And Ven says they shouldn't be having the Games this year. That aside, if the story is true, the athletes don't need to use the beds for vigorous activities. Uh, Nicholas says they will not even be an audience, I feel... I feel for this year's Olympics. And Nigel says, no crowd equals dead atmosphere. And um, Nicholas says, listen, I have seen people having sex in the middle of a field at a festival in the UK. But if the beds cannot take sex, what about the weight of the discus throwers or weightlifters? They are not average. 
Yeah, that's impossible. It can't. It can't be that because, like, literally, um, like heavyweight lifters get on the bench. Let alone sex. That's what I'm saying. It just all collapses. It's long. It's long. It can't be that. Can't be that. <laughs> okay, Auntie AK, what have I heard? So I, it's just again, this reminds me of a non-story, but it's just more bullshit from Johnson and Rishi crew, the 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 terrible and and deck of politics. Um, they plan to raise national insurance to help put towards the NHS, and that's it, literally. So now they're deciding that um, possibly the Boris Johnson refuses to commit to the Tory manifesto promise not to raise taxes. So he did promise in the manifesto. They always promise us what their those politicians when they're doing their campaign. They promise not to raise taxes. They always promise not to raise taxes. They promise to help the NHS. All this type of stuff. But now there's a conversation that um, this bit, they're calling it uh, social care and health levy in order to overhaul the UK social care system. Um, that's what they're trying to add. One P, you know, when they say one P, they're trying to make it sound sexy, but you know, one P adds up um, <clears throat> to lots of thousands. And they're not, again, obviously the rich aren't getting taxed. They're going for the youngers and the people under 40, apparently. Um, and someone else is saying like, actually, well, why wouldn't you go for the over 40s and the tax and the and the wealthy? And I'm like, listen, Leave us over 40s alone as well, because the fuck, not all of us are fucking rich either. Just because don't age tax me. I beg you don't do that, loves. So no, 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 no. Um, I don't even know what the question is, because the fuck. All this shit, trying to save the NHS, even though you lot are siphoning it off and privatising it anyway. What is this fuck? I, this is the part. This is why we don't want to take the vaccine. This is why we don't listen to you lot. You said in your manifesto, taxes won't be raised. Now you're having mumblings and um, Johnson saying, oh, you know, we can't commit yet. We'll have an answer soon, soon coming soon. He's, de he's deflecting all the questions. And I just fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it all. I hate the fact that we're taxed to save something that needs, because they said that um, raising the tax will rate, will like add a couple of extra billion to put towards the NHS. But how much does the NHS need? It's like the church building fund. You know, when you've got the thermometer that never gets passed 20%. It's always like the church building fund. That fund, I've never seen this church building fund. I've never seen a thermometer all the way red and said, we made it. No more tired. This is what it is forever and ever. It's never red, fully red. Tired, man. Um, that's all. I don't have anything to ask. Just like, the fuck, man. And that's my point. The fuck. Auntie Sade. <laughs> Well, I think I think they're trying to do what they can get away with because I think yeah, it would be really, really bad PR if they started to sell off bits of the NHS right now, which is ultimately what, you know, every conservative that goes into power, that's what they tried to do and they campaigned for. And that's what they were doing, trying to do in the beginning and obviously the Paddy D hit and they couldn't do it anymore. Um, so, yeah, I think this is... This is their probably their compromise. Um, do you know what I mean? For them to like stay in power or something like that. Um, but yeah, I guess it's slightly better than selling it off. I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just such hypocrisy because like I swear to God, last year they were asking for the pay rise and they all said no. Like I, I just it's just like you're not trying to save them, man. Do you know what I mean? Like stop pretending you don't like them. It just goes to show this country is broken. Like it just doesn't work, um, and we've got yeah we've got we've got some 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 silly people in charge, but I don't know I can't take it on. Auntie Lana, uh, you 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 said a lot in there. Um, all right, my thoughts on this. Uh, I feel like 
if they bring it in, it's probably not going to be like a penny. And to some people, it's going to make a difference. And to those people that it makes a difference, they're going to be on the side of when it next comes up for some parts of the NHS to be sold, they're going to do it. It's like heading into uh, another Brexit. So you're going to get the dum-dums all poor and riled up to kind of go along with what you put in front of them and they're going to do it. And then they're going to be even poorer afterwards when they realise how you actually needed the NHS in some capacity. And again, they're going to be vexed and crying on TV. Like, I didn't know. I thought, no, no. Like some, you know that's how they talk as well, because that's generally where they're from. Um, I haven't seen none of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is just a setup. Hopefully, by the time all of this shit comes into play anyway, I will no longer be in this country. Because it's like, it, it isn't really for, it's not a playground for for us anymore. Uh, it was fun while it lasted, but maybe we all need to be thinking about how we're going to leave and leave them to it. In truth. Auntie Farah. But is it a penny off of every pound? That's what I'm saying. Probably they keep saying it. That's what I'm when you get, how are they going to do that? A penny for every pay slip you have. It's got to be a penny off of every pound that you earn because how else can they work that out? It would be quite strange how they work that out. Um, I remember they were saying at one stage um, the Queen used to get a penny for every pound as well. And that was like, there was outlaw about that. Flipping hell, this is just another, <laughs> it's just another thing. It's just another way of them not having to do anything. And I want to see the receipts. I, I want to see the money go from us to them. I actually want to see that's where it's gone because they could be saying this, but this could be for their New Year's Day fund. This could be like their way of like supplying the, the booze at their next party. Of course. That's what they're doing. They're never, underground bunkers. You know what I'm trying to say? We, we never know what they're doing, but um, or their, their mistress money, money for their hotels and all Church that. Church building fund that goes into the pastor's mistress's pockets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> money to feed Boris's nine million children. We just don't know what the money's really going to go to. It's not fair. Like Auntie Sade said, these are the same cunts, pardon my French, that didn't want to um, give the NHS a pay rise. But now you're crying for the public to fund them. You know, yeah, I just, it's just all bullshit, really, isn't it? It's just, I'm sick of it. They don't want to save the NHS. Mm-hmm. They, they, what they probably do is they'll probably say that we didn't want to do this. There was so much outroar from the, from the public who have come off a of furlough and are struggling themselves to support themselves. And because we didn't want to do this, the only way out is to sell the NHS. That's what I think is going to happen. It's going to be terrible. It's a shit show. We do have to leave. I don't have anything to add to that. It's just all nonsense. And it's like, you, money's not real. <laughs> you can print it. You literally can print it. You lot find money for everything when you want to. Always there's no money. Then, oh, we're going to put billions into this nonsense. There's always <laughs> money pocket. There's, you've got, remember I told you that, remember that news story when they were sh- showing off the gold bars in the fucking British coffers down in, in, the, in the bank? Yeah, yeah. You lot were showing off your gold bars, but you're coming to take my 1p off my little wage and tell me that because I'm 40 certain, I've got to pay more. Fuck you. Give me a gold bar. Take, take your gold bars. But Go you on. remember when, um, the, the Conservatives, I think this was under Theresa May, and they needed the DUP in order to get into power. 
And for them yeah. to go on the conservative side, they was like, you've got to give us 300 million. To yeah. do and yeah. they got that money. Yeah. <laughs> they found that 300 million from somewhere to pay off another police. That to me is the most corrupt shit yeah. ever on earth. Like I, I, I don't even think there's been an African government that has ever done something like that. You've just come up with Not 300 so- million, you know, so that you could be in power. And it was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Like, so in your it. face as well. It's in our faces. Let's Who told us about it? So it probably was more. Yeah, yeah, you know that. Let's get the comments. Okay, um, Carla Nurse says, but didn't we leave the EU to give the NHS three hundred and fifty million back? Yes, no. exactly. that was on a bus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Nicola says this sounds like the increase of VAT, which was temporary. The Dartford Bridge, which they said would only charge for until it was paid for, or the flipping congestion charge, which was to limit the traffic in London. Now they are charging till 10 p.m. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they should take the penny from everyone who has the commemorative black people (laughs) coin. (laughs) Candy says, did anyone find out where the 5p for a plastic bag goes? That part? Yes, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Nicola, actually it was a reply. So yeah, that's all the comments so far. That's the thing, like where does the money go? How do we hold them accountable, like really? And you will never get the answer. You can go and fit, like go and we our version of filibustering at fucking ca- at House of Commons or whatever, and say, so I've got a proposal, I've got this thing, and have them go, hur, 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 hur. and then what no. happens? I just, I just looked it up. And the 5P, according to the BBC website, says that um, before, sorry, before, uh, according to the government, it expects retailers to donate proceeds from plastic bag sales to good courses, but it is not compulsory. Look at the fuck. <laughs> it's supposed to go to a fucking um, environmental change. Oh my but, God. But it's ridiculous, right? You're, you're, you're supposed to be helping the environment by charging 5 feet for a bag. <laughs> for a bag. <laughs> And they've thinned, thinned, thinned them. Yeah, yeah, they have. They're, supposed be, they're supposed to be bags for life, yeah. but we're supposed to be recycling them. Apart from if you get the wicker ones, the tough made ones, the plastic bags are thinner. I swear, down I took a bag, well, I don't know which store it was, and it ripped halfway yet because you, I can't double bag. Listen, you're creating criminals, I know people do But then, but bags, then in a lot of shops, you can't get the thin ones, so you have to buy the bags yeah. for lights. And then like, you're in the have to buy the big ones. Yeah. yeah. And then them bags don't last, because if you get what, listen, it's not a metal bag, because when you're freaking sharp object inside, you know like plastic and sometimes have the sharp corners, when it does that line cut of death, then your whole shopping's on the floor. Well, the fuck? Thing, <laughs> and that's not even the biggest cause of weight and um, sea pollution, as we all watch. Exactly. It's fucking fishing nets. So I had a fucking fishing nets. That's exactly. Like we have my plastic bag. Oh, <laughs> We're black. We use them for bins. Literally. We recycle everything. They come on, man. Yeah, no one can't. No one can't say anything anyway to any black person about recycling. Oh yeah. You're like, what are you talking about? Recycle your lips. Like literally, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a. We've been recycling forever. Standardly, recycle your lips. That's the <laughs> part of the Recycle your fucking lips. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. 
And even, I want to say to Boris Johnson, I want to say to all of them, recycle your lips. That's the name of the episode. Episode like like one. Name of episode. For fuck's sake. Auntie what have you heard? Okay, so my news story is about the European court in Luxembourg who have decided that they are uh, enabling employees, to, employers, sorry, to ban the wearing of headscarves, hijabs, and any um, religious attire. And they're saying that the reason for this, it, they're justifying it by saying the employer has a need to present a neutral image. So my thoughts to you are, do you agree with this? And do you think that it is just deep-seated racism? Quickly, I don't agree with it. What's their business of these women and their attire? What's it got to do with you? What is this thing? What's it got to do with you, what they do? What, what has it got to do with you? That's all I can ask. It's racism, it's control, it's some sort of power play, um, uh, it's something like that. Business, fight, I don't know, whatever. Auntie, um, no, no. I was having a chat with my sister, not related to this, but just generally thinking about the various things that seem to be being reintroduced law-wise that uh, are oppressing women. Like, just there seems to be a new run of, actually, we need women to start feeling like victims. We're going to start doing some shit to kind of have this out floating in the consciousness so that everybody feels like women are being oppressed. It's very strange. I don't really get why this would be called for because you just don't need to hire them. Like if you have this neutrality and the person comes in and they're wearing a scarf and you're like, I don't want to hire this person with a scarf, you just don't hire them. I don't get why it would need to be that people that you already have in your establishment, you want to actually remove them because they've decided that they want to cover their heads. But it wasn't too long ago when most people around the world, especially even in this country, most men used to wear a hat, women would tie their hair up, they would put on scarves. It was like just a general thing people dressed more modestly like that was in the zeitgeist people subscribe to that so it is like this that I'm not buying it I don't think it actually has anything to do with Islam it has nothing to do with hijabs I think it really has more to do with putting it out there so that women feel like victims and they're being oppressed and they want us to take this on it's like stuff stuff folks and going to work for them actually this should really enforce more get out there and create your own lanes create your own businesses create your own networks where you don't have to be a part of this old boys club and subscribe to their archaic ways of oppressing us like literally leave them to it let them put it through law and all the all the other jazz they you need workers what are you going to do oppress everybody so you have nobody working for you like let's see how that goes yeah i'm just um yeah no i think this is deeply islamophobic there's there's just no two ways by um and i think that it's it's a disgusting ruling by the eu um um and and this i don't know what this is the thing it's really confusing to me like just slightly sidetracked but like you know i don't even know why we're in the euros like for football anyway because we're not in europe anymore and like does this ruling affect us do you know what i mean it shouldn't because we're not in the <laughs> european union anymore um but it shouldn't happen anyway do you know what i mean but i'm just like uh, I, like i hope they just don't bring that shit here as well kind of thing because i, I think it's it, it's just terrible and it it just makes you think like okay, is Europe trying to position, redefine itself as some sort of, like, superpower again? Do you know what I mean? Because now there's no connection. 
um, with Britain, what does that mean for their relationship with America as well, kind of thing, all of those kind of things, and then Russia and, and, and uh, what do you call it, China, and then even their relationship with the Arab world. I, I, you know, I would like to know what is their relationship with Saudi Arabia at the moment, how Saudi Arabia pissed them off, is this why they're doing this kind of thing? Because usually it tends to tie to those sorts of things. Um, I think it's just it's it, it's just it's just terrible that that we we are constantly gaslit into thinking that you know that we live in a place of equality and you know I'm speaking as you know formerly being part of the European Union as well like we're supposed to be freedom for all in this kind of thing except Muslims it's just ridiculous it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever if we're all equal then people should be able to show up how they want to show up kind of thing this neutrality is just nonsense like and it's just like I don't think you even need to compare it outside of religion like nuns cover their hair do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It just doesn't make any sense, um, you know, at all. So I just think, oh, I don't know. It just feels like we're moving more and more into, like, a space of where the right, you know, the far right rule. Do you know what I mean? It just gives space. It just get, it gives space for more oppression, really. Do you know what I mean? And it's very disheartening. So, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought Angela Merkel was, like, cool. I thought she's one of the good ones. Really? I don't know. Not, not, I, 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 I mean, she's like finance. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I thought she, I, I, I don't, I haven't really delved into her, but I always felt like she was one a bit more progressive. So I'm just, I'm, I just, I, I'm just, just from left. And I wonder, and then also then the other thing I thought was, does it affect black people wearing their headscarves? Well, of course, I mean, if you're Muslim, if you... No, but I mean, like, if any, just specifically the hijab, or is it, because they're calling it a headscarf. So if I want to wear my head... Yeah. Wrap, oh, are they calling it a head... Is that... Yeah, a, it, 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 it was like a head wrap, <laughs> like a headscarf as well. Well, it's it's head, it actually says, uh, the court states that such restrictions are not discriminatory as long as they apply equally across all expressions of religious or religion or belief. So basically it should also restrict, for example, the wearing of the Jewish kippah and the Cirque turban. So it's not just Muslim women, but obviously these the, the women that have brought this case to court, the jobs that they work in don't necessarily have to reflect neutrality. Like one of them works mm. in a cashier and mm. the other one is like a child carer. So it's not as though they're working in an environment where it's offensive. So the fact that this has been done for Muslim women following France's decision to ban um, hijabs yeah. and yeah and 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 is it what's, what's it called is it the um, burqa? Burqa, the, yeah. The burqa. Yeah. Um, it's just it's definitely going in the wrong direction and then it just you know some people are saying that it's actually empowering to the women because there's a lot of women that are dressed like this who is being forced on them and they don't want it to be forced on them so it's allowing them to make the decision for themselves but it's not because you're taking the decision away from them and you're making the decision and the person should not have to choose over their job their religion or their job it's just yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's absolutely ridiculous and i think i can't remember which one of you said it but it's definitely as though we're going back to some sort of state where they're trying to control women of all races. You know, mm. they're telling us what we can do with our bodies when, what you can and can't wear. So it's it's definitely some handmaid's tale type of bullshit that they're trying to go for. But on the wholesale, that's what I'm saying. It's not 
specifically because I think when our eyes are on the other, like if you're not a Muslim and it's like it's happening to them, you think, oh, it's happening to them and they'll deal with it. And it's like, it isn't. It's happening to so many different people that before you know it, you'll wake up and be like, how the hell did this happen? It's like, because you wasn't watching what they're trying to do. They are wholesale trying to bring in a new introduction of oppressing women. And they're starting with the others. So it's easier to be like, oh, it's not, it's not us. But yeah. it's everybody. They're doing it to everybody, slyly. The, they, um, the women's employers said that they um, banned them because when they started working, they weren't wearing it. But that's neither here nor there. If you if you have a job and then in the course of your job, you find religion and in any form and you choose to represent that in the way that you do, yeah, that shouldn't be, you shouldn't be penalised for that. That's your business if you're like, actually, I want to wear a headscarf now. Yeah, are they, so if someone wears a cross, are they going to say that you shouldn't wear a cross or is that okay? Well, this is it. It's just a double standard, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I just think, ugh, I don't know, these people have got time. Hopefully it will just get overturned. Um, yeah. And that will be, and then, you know, that will be that until the next kind of 50 years. And then you have to fight for equality again for every generation that comes. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the Euros thing. I actually like Googled this at the time when the Euros were on. It's because we're a part of the European continent. So you don't have to be in the union to actually be a part of the Euros. Yeah, but then they make up their own rules anyway because Euro the Eurovision Song Contest has people who are from Europe. Yeah, because yeah, Israel's <laughs> in that. But um, was it Israel did a deal in the, in the Eurovision. Like Israel's in there and it was it was like a, some type of deal that was done and it was yeah. like you could be a part of it. Like Very strange. So yeah. Ridiculous. Okie dokie, we've got any comments on that, but no, because nope. everyone is just pissed off. You know what I just realised? Well. <clears throat> Aunties, no best. Aunties, no best. <laughs> Aunties, no best. I keep on forgetting to bring my instrument. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sorry, what did you want to say, Auntie Shade? I said, I'm pretty happy that Auntie Nana forgets to bring her into it. Next week, I'm not going to forget. <laughs> I almost said tomorrow, I'm not going to, but next week, I'm not going to forget. I'm going to bring in the bongos or the glockenspiel. Oh, this is very interesting. Okay, so to be fair, the reason why I was shocked was because Auntie did not know best and I forgot that it's my turn to get to read a problem. But I just quickly found one. I have no idea if it's interesting or not. Um, so this person says, my husband and I have both received our COVID vaccines, but he refuses to vaccinate our children. When I ask him why, he tells me he has reasons, but won't divulge them. I have shown him countless articles and reports on the CDC saying the vaccine is safe for children, but he won't budge. He actually told me the CDC, WHO and AMA are all corrupt organizations and he won't listen to their advisories. I'm at my wits end. Cases are surging in my county. I told him I didn't understand why my yes meant less than his no, but he doubled down with I've made my decision. How can we get past this? So I feel like this, this we could talk about the COVID thing, but it's actually your husband laying down the law in your relationship. How does it work in you lot's households or how should it work? Whose word should be the final word in the relationship when you have kids and things, 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 things? But did you just say he's had the vaccine himself? Yes, my husband he ain't and I had the vaccine. Yeah, my husband he's and I both. A woman, a woman tried, or whoever's married. Lying. My my husband and I have both received our COVID vaccines, but he refuses to vaccinate our children. Yeah, he's lying. 
He hasn't had the vaccine. You well, cannot be so anti talking about. What's that? We have to take it for the facts of the of the story. Yeah, he's had it. He's had it. said that they've had it. Yeah. How can you have it and you're so against the establishment that are giving? He has reasons. They won't divulge it. So that's what he said. He said he has reasons. That I can't. I cannot. I've got my reasons, and that's something you've got to be. My word is law. Piss off. They probably have that set up where his word is the final. You know, he is the head. I, I feel like because he said that, I'm going to take my kids and I'm going to get them vaccinated and fuck you because you didn't push them out, bruv. I did. So I my word is law. <laughs> my actions will be. <laughs> you can say what you want, my friend. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so you have this come up with your husband and you both have opposing sides to it I, I feel like then um, nothing happens like there has to be an action because so, yeah, how we do you don't make, agree how, how do you make the deciding factor when two when people, you've got husband and wife opposing views whose word is law you know in, in, in any relationship there's, there's, a, there's like a power dynamic isn't it one yeah. person is more powerful than the other do you know what I mean? That's just the way it is. And I think like if you're in a healthy relationship, you know who who has the final say. Do you know what I mean? But I personally wouldn't be in a relationship where I didn't have the final say. That's not something <laughs> yeah, I'm like, to, to be in. I'm not gonna oh compromise, but I have final say. That's I think that's pretty obvious with me. That's not and you can't me. say to me, my word is law. Like yeah. you're mad. Who are you talking to? Or you have to do some sort of Jedi mind tricks where <laughs> I'm so caught up that I don't know that this is the outcome that you want. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? My thing is you can't say I have my reasons and not tell me like I'm done. Because you're, yeah. you're, you're kind of telling me that I'm too fucking dumb to understand. Yeah, That's already going to piss me the fuck off because I, you, I can, we can talk in it, we reason, we can have conversations. Why is it that your special secret reasons are too <laughs> much for my little woman brain to handle? That will piss me off more than anything. You're telling me I'm too dumb to know what you're talking about. Basically. But I think she signed up for that. She did indeed. Like, you're not going to, that doesn't come from nowhere. You're going to have allowed, like, first, probably, like, dating choices. Yeah, you you yeah. wanted to go with a spoons and he <laughs> wanted to go, I don't know, <laughs> Dunhill Arms or something. <laughs> and he, he got to go to Dunhill Arms all the time. Like, it's just, it's going to have started early on. They've got two kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> one has the vaccine and one not. <laughs> let's, let's see how they get on. Heads or tails. Gamble, that's your kid. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be the father anyway. How about that? I, I, I don't think it's fair, like, actually, to impose a vaccine on the kids anyway with something so new. So I actually do. I I agree with the with the dad in this instance, but he would need to convey that to the wife. I don't think it's okay to be like I've got my reasons yeah, and yeah. it ain't happening. Like then she can have her reasons for it to happen and get it done. Like really, exactly. I have that's just stupid. 
Okay, I'll do a quick another one because that was quick. Um, I'm just getting this wrong. Sorry. So, help. Our neighbours exiled my kids from their pool for an absurd reason. So, basically, this person's saying, the community pools are not open yet. We are in a heat wave. One family on our street has put in a pool and is lording it over the rest of us. They have a teenager and a little girl, um, and a little girl called Tulip, I'm going to call them. Tulip acts like the little queen of the neighbourhood and doles out her favour to the few chosen capable of earning the right to swim. Tulip is only allowed to invite a few kids over at a time because her sister doesn't want to babysit the entire street. All the girl does is sit in a hammock and play on her phone while the kids swim. Our three daughters constantly want to swim, but our oldest one made the mistake of pushing Tulip into the pool after an argument over a toy. No one was hurt, but you think Tulip had been beaten bloody. Tulip's mother has banned our girls from coming over because our oldest was too violent. We got into an argument where I told it was just roughhousing and maybe if her daughter had actually been watching the kids instead of her screen, it wouldn't have happened. I should have kept my mouth shut. Tulip's mother went on social media and put up the pool rules and the diatribe about community values, personal responsibility, and how she was going to stand by and watch one daughter get physically attacked only for her other one to be verbally. She will close the pool gates otherwise. She didn't name my family, but everyone figured it out. <laughs> Help me, please. What should I do? You can't let your kids out if they're not home trained. They cannot no. be pushing another kid into the pool, that their pool at their house, <laughs> and, then, and then mouthing off. You're fucking mad. What your kids need to do, yeah, learn some fucking manners. But, yeah, if they want to go to the pool, they need to behave themselves over a consistent period of time, and then maybe they can go to the public pool, which they can earn money to pay for themselves. That's what they can do. Bloody hell. What are you complaining about? Everything, everything you just said. I mean, how dare you? How dare you complain about the fact that, oh, she didn't die or anything, you know, she just got pushed into the pool. <laughs> oh, what? She could have, like, this could be traumatic for her. And actually, she could have died. It's a fucking pool. You can drown in a puddle. It is possible. <laughs> so how dare you say, it's not your pool, bruv. What you need to do is you need to mind your utes. That's what you need to do. Go to Argos, buy yourself a paddling pool, set it up in your own yard, have your picnic there, and you mind them. Right. You're, trying to say, you're trying to say about, oh, it doesn't matter because um, the, all their kid does is be on their phone. That's her right. She's in her yard. Let her do what she wants. She's not there to babysit your use. Are you paying her? Exactly. Is she a pool attendant? No, she's not. <laughs> Auntie Nana. <laughs> this woman's such a fool. I hate it when people feel entitled to other people's things because you haven't had it. Like this isn't like she isn't the she isn't like the community pool. She's actually doing a real favor to the kids on the area. And if her daughter wants to load it up on all of them and select who's coming in, try and make your your child selectable to actually come in. Like actually, yeah. I hope she got gunned. Did she get gunned in that message? Um, she just no. She did, she did that ambiguous. Some people don't understand what it is. Oh, I hate that shit. Yeah, but she no, though. So the woman who the woman who owns the pool did an ambiguous social media, but everyone's like, we know she's talking about you, your family, that the kid pusher family. Yeah, and she should she should go and publicly apologize, man. Yeah, she should. If she wants her child to go back, she should do uh, uh, when everybody's all swimming and da She should go over with her children and she should do a big grandstand apology and say how she was wrong for mouthing on about the 
the teenager mm-hmm. and then the little one should say I was wrong for hitting you because mm-hmm. I've been taught not to hit people and I'm extremely grateful that I was allowed to use your pool and <laughs> humbly scutter back to your house and hope that you get invited again right yep this is from Wisteria Lane had desperate housewives too much people in a people's business neighborhood like the fact <laughs> and the fact that she's saying lording it over could be just they're proud and happy and excited we got the pool like you know, some people's perspective of lording over is just jealousy. You're yeah, just that sounds jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> sounds jealous. It sounds and jealous. Yet, you don't get your own house. Not to be affected by those things. It's, it's the mother herself. She's affected by it. She you know is. Yeah. Not, every, not everything that, that you see is yours. Not at all. Like, so like someone, else that. someone else has got yeah. a pool and letting the kids in. Someone else's stuff. And you're there saying, well, my child. Because you're because your child doesn't get picked to go to parties. I bet Because their child is a menace. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're just pushing people in pools. That's why your child don't get. Pulled. Oh and then you don't say nothing. You blame the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, there's always that kid. Yes. that you don't want your kid around because they they have violent outbursts for no reason. Yeah. I've always wondered: does the parent not know that their kid is that kid? She's she has that kid. That's why yeah. it's like you're being banned because you have that unruly child. It's like they know they just make excuses for them. That's yes. Like. That's what yeah. they do. So you can't ramp about a pool. That's not okay. You can't push the child into a pool. And the thing is, the argument was over a toy. She didn't say after my kid's own toy, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. Over a toy. Probably Tulip's damn toy. No, that you're trying to that's not home training, man. That's not home <laughs> no. You should have come with your bag and stuff of your own toys and then say something. You know, if it was her child's toy, she would have said, yes, my child's toy was argued over. No, you was, so your child was arguing over Tulip's toy and then you pushed Tulip because you couldn't get the toy. Yeah, she, uh, she would have to do punishment. That's that's the only way to do it. Who's coming to you? You're hurting my kids. You're anyway. All I know is if that was my kid, the mum would be under the water. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a comment. Oh, you want to use my pool? Do you okay? <laughs> you try it. We got, we got, we got thunder coming, but I haven't. Yeah, no, it's crazy here. Oh, okay. it was here already. It was here like 25 minutes ago or something like that. I thought you guys yeah. were here. It's not raining at all, is it? We got a rainbow. Wow. Anyway, let's get the comments. Let's okay. Comments. All right. So, mm-hmm. to the first dilemma, Nicholas says he lied. Was she there when he had it? Does not make sense. Candy says, Maybe he's concerned with the fertility risk associated with it. They've had their kids, obviously, so it's fine for the parents to have it, but not fair to put those risks on the kids. And Nicola goes on to say for the second dilemma, having a pool is not a joke. If anyone drowns in that pool, it is not a joke. And Candy said the parent who's in charge of their medical appointments, etc., should have final say. Antoinette says, are you dizzy, fam? Your no behavior picnic needs to be in their own no behavior pool in your backyard. Exactly. Uh, Ronald says, hashtag justice for Tulip. <laughs> and Candy says, the kid who pushed her should be banned and her other siblings should still be allowed. Karma. Antoinette says, how can you be complaining about her not allowing your kids and their no behavior selves in the pool or around her family? My late pops in his deepest Ghanaian accent would say, I can't do it. My my Ghanaian accent is so bad. I'm I sorry. Get off from here, Joe. There we go. 
And Nigel says, the longest kiss seat, don't bring your hardest child to my house. Exactly. And you know what? You know why all the kids get banned? Because how is it that one one of you and your siblings didn't pull you up? Nah. All nah. of you get punishment. All of you. All of you. But also there's that there's that vindictiveness of like, yes, well, you're good. So you know when you're like you know, like your, everyone in your family can go out, your kids can go out, but you have to stay in the bedroom and look out the window like this. I can't play. <laughs> and if the pool's in sight, eyesight as well. What did you do over the summer? Oh, I was in trouble. I was banned. Oh, we had great fun at Tulip's supper. Like, yeah. <laughs> that'd be so, that'd be worse. So, yeah. Okay. Do you want one more? Or should we go on? That was actually quite fun. Okay, we'll move on to For the Culture. <laughs> 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 By the way, I don't have for the culture. I don't. We didn't decide what for the culture was, so I can't even sing my song for the culture. Um, for the culture. Okay, actually, yes, no, no, no. Do you know what my for the culture was? Yes, we did. I can <laughs> sing it. Talk about it. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture. Cha, 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 cha. Anyway, T Pain the other day was cussing, saying that. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Did it hurt you? It really hurt my ears. I'm so sorry it hurt you. <laughs> I'm so sorry it hurt you. <laughs> sorry. T Pain was cussing the other day. He said that there's no originality in music. Sorry, I'm going to HR. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to I've got a song for everything. Keep going. <laughs> okay, sorry, let's start again. T Pain has complained. He's out there on Twitter cussing on socials, cussing, saying that there's no originality in music anymore. He's sick and tired. He won a very full, I didn't have it lined up. He had a very full rant saying there's nothing original anymore. He's sick and tired of it. Come with something new. There's enough little baby this, little do this, little da that. Stop sending him the same old, same old sounds, same old, same old beats. It's been done. Come with something new. Now, do you agree or do you think the king of the auto-tune who created a whole genre and followers of the genre is being a hypocrite? hypocrite. He was on a documentary the other day confessing how much Usher's words hurt him and sent him on a spiral of depression for many, many years because Usher said to him, you have come and fucked up music for us singers. He was depressed about it. That's what he said because of yeah. Usher's words. How can you, knowing the effect that words like that can have on a person, come out and say this shit? You can't say that shit. Stay in your lane, be quiet, be happy. In in the, in the same documentary, he was like, I'm just gonna do me. I realize I've got to be happy and do my music and what I like and blah, blah, blah. And then you're coming out and you're cussing the babies. Leave the babies alone, man. Let them do what they're doing because there's a million news now as well. There are so many people that use auto-tune now. It's, you know, it's fine. Don't, don't, you, you can't say stuff like that because in five years time, the baby could come to you and say, do you know what, bruv, after what you said, I just couldn't make music no more because I thought about it. I thought everyone's a baby. I'm making the same tunes. Like, I can't do nothing no more. Now I can't pay my mortgage and my kids on crack. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 and wishing it's in the pool. Absolutely. I just think he's just, just 
Like, what the hell? Like, where'd you get off, man? Like, I just think, what? T-Pain, I, I think maybe he's just got a bit more notoriety now because, you know, he's a bit more popular because of the documentary. And it's just like, read the room, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't be... We're, we're in such a uh, a space where you kind of have to be nice, isn't it? It's like, be kind. And you're not. <laughs> you want people to be kind to you and be like, do you know what I mean? And consider your feelings. And you're not doing that for other people. And that's not nice. And I just think it just, it just makes him sound, unfortunately, like an old man. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, each generation, I think you get that from like your older uncles and stuff. And they'll be like, oh, all music sounds the same. What does it? What doesn't? Not to me. Do you know what I mean? So I just think like, nah, you just, I just think the timing was wrong, man. Like, you just don't even, and maybe he should make some more tracks then. You know, maybe he should focus on his career and bring out something that's like cool and interesting enough to change the game as he done the first time around, you know? Focus on that. I think, I think he's best placed to say exactly what he said. He actually looked and searched for a particular sound that would make him different to every other rapper that was out there or singer or rapper singer that was doing their thing. So really, that's in, he, he's the best person to be like, don't be a carbon copy of people who are already there because you already even have two people with the same type of flipping name doing it. Like, you don't need to join the herd. Like, it's being done. Try and find your own sound. It's like, that. that's not a bad thing to say. That's, like, the truth. Like, you don't need another little baby or the baby or Uzi Vert. You don't need another one. And you could be there creating something else. So, like, be an innovator. Actually, use your talent to do the next wave. Like, think of the Migos started all the kind of bumble rappers, like actually be the one that everybody wants to copy you. Like don't just jump on a bandwagon. That's not a bad thing to say. That's good advice. Right. 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 Just yeah. in a nice way. He didn't say yeah. that. He didn't he say was that. Like, he was and tired of everything sounding the same. Also, yeah, it was not like an either. Tiddy Wiley was on that shit before him. Yeah. And made a whole kind of career out of it and made the sound. All he done was just come 10 years later. Or five years they, later. They, they were using two different techniques. Mm. Like, <laughs> he literally was like the first to use the auto-tune actually program on hip-hop. It was T-Pain. He yeah, went searching for it on hip-hop. Because the first person to use it was Cher. Like that yeah. particular auto-tune, it was Cher. But my point, my main point was that... My main point is that he complained about the way that Usher's words, his raw words, mm. affected him. And the mental the mental impact that that took on him, and then you're gonna come out and say all this shit. You can't. Think, it's hypocrisy. He didn't direct think, at anybody though. I think it, I think it's. I felt the same way as you, Nana. I was like, well, of all the people to say this, it would be T Pain, and I felt like it wasn't directed at someone personally. And I think because I had that on my list before with that. Um, uh, Usher coming to someone one on one and saying you fucked up the industry, the game for. Um, what did I say? No, I'll get to that. I'm going to relish in it when we get to it. Um, um, the fact that he didn't, I feel like Usher's was more like you fucked up the game. But And even I think I, if someone coming to you directly and saying you fucked up the game is different from because lots of people say, guys, come better. That this People have heard it. Like when you're on, pe producers and stuff always say, come with something different, come with something. Um, new and uh, interesting and stuff like that. 
that's not, I don't think what he said was wicked to an individual person. I don't think it wasn't the same lane, I think, as Usher, because I feel like that's a different one-to-one -one thing. And I also felt like, Usher, you you fucked up because you took it off on a whole nother level. And you and Chris Brown fucked up and did that freaking Euro techno dance R&B shit and ruined the game as well. I hated that moment. Sorry, Farah. I hated that moment when R&B turned into that techno dance shit. You know what? I, Kelly Rowland was the first one to do it. Well then, if Kelly, well then, Kelly, sorry, Kelly. When yes, it's last indeed, David Guetta. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So then, all of that. Then, then Chris Brown and I hate that song. Chris Brown, Usher, and um, Neo ran with it, and for a long time, you know, when back in the day you used to get the like your singles, and you'd have the B side and the stupid sped up fast version. Yeah. It's like the Americans just caught on to that. And they started doing that with R&B. It was yeah, but you sound like an R&B right now. There's people of that generation that love no, it. I understand, but my point is that I felt like Usher was a hypocrite to come and say that to T-Pain. That's what my mm -hmm. point is. I didn't like it, but I wasn't. At, but at the end of the day, it is every genre of music gets copycats. When you listen to Ragga, you'd get one beat and bare tunes off the one rhythm. It's what that's, we that's, that's, that's how it. I know that's what I'm saying, but that what I'm saying is that it's, I'm saying I don't mind that. It's what happens. It is what it is. I'm, my whole point is, it is what every genre of music that, especially in our culture, has versions of the same thing. We ride a beat, we find it, we like it, and we get multiple versions of the so same. So then, Pain should shut the fuck up. But I, my, I don't think he's no. supposed to say the fuck up because I think he's had the right to have an opinion. Because you just said you just said every genre has a version, no, and then I'm saying that he can say does the same thing. That's he, what they're doing. But you can also say what he wants to say because you also get like, you know what, guys, have a moment. Let's think of something new. Anyone can say what they want to say. You know what, to be honest, okay, cool. But I don't want to hear the crying, yeah? I don't want to hear the crying or the backlash that's that he's dealing with. Like, if he's crying, crying then, don't yeah, don't cry. I don't want yeah. to hear it then. Is he crying? You're saying, because he was just like, oh, you know, I've got credentials. I've got this. Like, I don't know why people are trying it with me. We're trying it with you because five minutes ago you were crying. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and now you're then you're projecting with other people. Shut up! And the no, thing is, it's not fair. I don't think it's, it's like that. Fair. I think it's the same thing. How is it not fair that people aren't like respecting that he he innovated something? So I think it's fair for him to be like, "Where's my innovators at?" Then cool. I would. I would. You know what? If he said it in a way of like with love and care. He's no, no, he like, don't send me your but, shit I, anymore. Like, yeah, and lots of producers have said the same thing. I keep getting these nonsense, the same thing. Oh, lots because he's, he's, he's in that position. He's in that position. And I think also as well. The other flip side is like it's almost as well taken away from like if you flip it, it's like little baby or whoever they are. I don't know the baby, baby. The baby and little baby. Babies. babies. The babies. The little ones. The little baby and the baby. The babies. That just, sound is so influential that people are inspired to create in that way. Do you know what I mean? How can that not be a positive thing as well? Do you know what I mean? I don't think so I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm saying that he is taking it from a negative stance that like, I don't want to hear this sound, whereas he could say, oh my God, these guys have created this thing that everyone wants to sound like that, and that's a positive thing. So can they do something? Exactly. No, but it's not. Yeah, they've their flowers. He said they've done it. So they've done it now. But, but they're doing it. 
Like they are doing it. Like you literally have these people are the kings of it, and they're doing it. They're putting the music out. We hear this music. You guys do something else. He saw the negative because he's like T Pen, T Pen, big balls that create a big sound, so he can say whatever he wants. Get the hell out of here, man. Nope. So, so you don't think the same like about drill? Drill in what way? Yeah. Like, like there's drill artists out there. You have all of the negative shit. It's like okay, that's being done. It doesn't mean that every young boy on a, on an estate that wants to get out, you jump on this same shit and pretend to be a gangster. It's like if you've got talent, do something else. But the like, thing be is, innovative. You cannot, like you, you could make something you, else happen. You cannot, the thing is, part of how the industry works is that whatever's popular or whatever's like innovative or whatever inspires people the most, that's what you're going to get the most of. That's just how it works. That's just how humans are. So to ex- not to expect that is very basic. To be yeah, honest, but you're putting yeah. it out there. Like, let's think outside of the box. Yeah, but he's not saying it. But no, no, I can hear what you're trying to do, yeah? But but it's what he's saying. He's not like, oh, God, he was just really really like, But you know what would be really great? If you could try something different. He's not saying that. No, he's just saying <laughs> what? He's saying, I'm tired of hearing the same stuff from these little baby, little feeds, wannabes. That's what he's saying. That's the yeah. thing he's coming, coming with. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, I think that is two minutes ago. He was complaining about the fact that no one says anything to Chris Brown when he uses auto tune. <laughs> no one says anything to Britney Spears when he uses auto tune. Everyone, everyone is using auto tune. It all sounds like me. Why am I not allowed to do it? That's all right when everyone else sounds like you. You're going to actually use that as your case. Like, you know, no. you know what he. I think he's gonna go into. He's gonna remind me. Of, I think he's gonna remind me of Wiley in a couple of years. I think he's gonna be like one of those people who thought, ah, I should have copyrighted that sound at the time, and I didn't, and I birthed something, and it didn't happen, and now I'm just angry. <laughs> That's oh, gonna be. No, I, I did not get that from. Him. I didn't get that. I, I literally, genuinely feel that. I think the same way as Dana. He was just venting. The only thing I, I agree with that you can't. Sit there and cry. People are coming at you because you know that people are going to come at you. They listen because they was going to interpret it their own way. I think everything that everyone's saying is right. I think he's right to say what he's saying. I think any of us in a business who someone like if, if you're a recruiter or da da da, and you see that people are doing the same old thing in whatever capacity, whatever industry you work in, and like, oh my god, I'm so frustrated. You all think that this is the way. It's not. Think of something different. In every capacity, in every industry that we work in, we're always looking for that person that's going to change the game to do something new. So it's just the way that you express it. And of I think course. he does everything. But five minutes ago, he was just complaining about being told exactly the same thing. No, so but I think it was. Time. I think it was. I think it was different in the way and that I'm only in the conversation now because of that clip. Let's be real. No, no, it wasn't different, and I'll tell you why it's not different. Yes, he he mentioned in the documentary that what Usher said to him one on one. But T Pain has been known to come out and complain about the fact that people cuss him all the time for his sound and the fact that that sound he was the start of it and it's been replicated throughout the industry and people been okay with that shit he's made millions millions off of that shit and he's fine with it so you cannot be a hypocrite and complain about the fact that a sound was created and it's been replicated and replicated and replicated and replicated and replicated and replicated and you're all right with it but then when someone else younger than you comes out and does the same thing you've got a problem with it but is he not saying is he not saying i think he leaves the youth alone man let them do what they're doing no but is he not saying that I invented something 
And then I got cussed for inventing it, even though other people did the same thing. So I think that's a different from saying that you lot don't do this whole thing. It's okay with other people. But was he okay with everyone? Yes, he was. Because it, yes, he was, because he's made tunes with these fucking people. He's made, he made the tune. He was in control. He Sorry. has made tunes with these people and he has referenced the other people who have done well off of it, saying, why are they coming for me, saying I've ruined music when well, they're totally doing things. it? No, it's not, it's not different. He's okay with a genre being replicated. His genre. He's okay with that being manufactured and replicated. He is not okay with the baby's genre being replicated because he's saying it's not new because there are people replicating him. What's the difference? What is the difference? She's actually It's totally different. I've never heard him ever say I was okay with being copied repeatedly. All he was saying was I was being blamed for creating something, creating a sound that then became the dominant sound that everybody jumped on. I was blamed for that. But yeah. all I was doing was doing my thing. That's all I've heard him say. Now, what he's saying is very different to say to younger people, this sound is being done. You have talent, do something else. Create something new. Then why I've never seen how they're the same thing. You know what? Don't be like me, guys, because I created something and then everyone said, you know, everyone kept on doing it kind of thing and people got sick of it. Even if he was saying that, I could hear him. Do you know what I mean? He's not even saying that. He's just complaining. He's just complaining. He's got a platform now and he's just complaining. That's it. And it's just like, you know what, T-Pain? No one brought you back here because it is our attention at the end of the day for you to just be complaining and chatting to the youth anyhow. No, shut up, man. And also, it's not just to the youth. I think it's to the, anyone who's making music. Whoever it's because it's not, probably not just young people sending in music. I mean, right? like, we're yeah, assuming that, that kind of music is more young people. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm, I'm making that something. No, I see the black and white of it, of, of, of the fact that he's saying that he's been blamed for something that people, other people did. It's like, literally, you lot do it, so why are you cussing me? Because everyone did it. But I think it's a little bit different. But I get, I get what you're saying in the fact that don't be upset because you created a genre that everyone copied. But I don't also, I do understand him saying, his argument is don't cuss me for doing something when other people did it and you're not cussing them for doing it. I invented it. And if he's quoting and collaborating, he invented the thing. So he can have control of who he can collaborate So, so if he's saying, don't cuss me because I invented it, but other people are doing it, why is he cussing these people who invented it? And no, he's not cussing the baby. He's cussing the People are doing it and that the genre is being replicated. It's, it all sounds the same. That's what yeah. he's saying. So he's blaming, there is someone to blame there because he's saying it all sounds the same. The that's people that are sending him stuff, that's the sound. And Nigel, it's not totally different, bruv. It's not. It's just not. It's the same thing. T-Pain, sorry, that's just in the comments. I, I really I, don't see it. As, I, I think let's it's get like, the comments. Let's get the comments. I, I, I think we've, we look at it differently, basically. Yeah. Let's get the comments. Let's get the comments. All right, they my comments in the last few yeah. ones because I actually do. No, I can see something that's very important that Candice says. Not enough people are using triangles these days. <laughs> now is your time. 
Auntie AK and watch it take over and watch in five years. I'm like, you fucking people. Your triangles are in almost every song. Think, like, it, yeah. is a, it is a, it is a used <laughs> instrument. Well, okay. So Nicholas says, didn't T-Pain say that Usher's words gave him mental health issues? Maybe he's, he is still depressed. Hypocrisy. Nigel says, Teddy Pendergrass was right. If you want to be signed, do something else. Like he said, don't come to me with the next big thing but you sound exactly like what is big now. Funny that you said Teddy P Pendergrass as well, because what does T-Pain call himself? Teddy Pender asked down. Like, is that, yeah. not, is that not like, so that's not, you're not coming out with anything particularly. And you know what? That's just not true. That's just not how record companies work. They basically go with what's popular and try to find something similar to what's popular. That's how you get something. Yeah, that's how they want to make millions, isn't it? Like, that's how they want to... But anyway, anyway. Okay, oh, I, I will come back to that. Um, okay, and then he says, exactly, Nana. And we have that about the triangle. Then uh, Nigel says, Sade, his rant was based on submissions to him of people wanting to be signed. And Antoinette says... Roger yeah. Troutmout and Computer Love used that technique in the 80s, way before Cher and T-Pain. They used a technique which is not the same as Auto-Tune. Yeah, Auto-Tune is actually a program. Yeah. It just sounded similar, but it's it was two different things. Um, Nicholas says, please talk about Dr. Umar and his wife request. Um, what? Okay. I'll come back to it. Okay. Nigel says, Sade, if people keep sending you the next big podcast and they all sound like you guys, you'd want them to innovate too. I wouldn't um, like that though, Nigel. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be complaining after if I'm crying that someone gave me feedback to say that I've done something that's annoyed them. I'm not going to then go publicly and then be cussing people. I'm not going to do that. So that's where we're different. And Nigel goes on to say, modern music is saturated with the same sound. Um, further, it is totally different. Further, he was blamed for a popular sound and it ruined music. Meanwhile, others use the same sound and are applauded. That is not the same as saying that you should try something else because everyone else is doing that sound. And Candy says, honestly, the triangle is the new thing. Then you take it home. <laughs> and then you ting. All right, let's what's Dr. Uma saying, please? I beg. I don't All even right. know if I can find the clip. Did you watch who watch he's did you share it? it I think I shared it in our group on Instagram, but basically Dr. Umar has done a video appeal where he is asking for submissions and he has a web a website where you can put in your CV to be his wife. He's asking for CVs. Your CV must have a cover letter. You must have natural hair. You must have natural eyelashes. You must not have false nails or any type of enhancements to your body. You must be 100% natural everywhere. You must also be willing to be in a polyamorous relationship because there are going to be two of you because he wants two wives and he is open to submissions. You send in your CV and he is going to go through it and start the application process to find a wife. Is this happening just now? Because I'm seeing um, it's like 2020 that came out. Is it the, vi the video seems to have been done a couple of months ago and it's just been doing the rounds. But literally oh. he is like put in your applications um, and send that through. And he also puts an extra appeal in there for no snow bunnies. Said it's not that type of party. 
But he's married, right? Already. No, so he wants to take no, he's, no. He's, he's has no wives at the moment. He's oh, looking for two. He's looking for two at the same time. He can't even catch one wife. <laughs> he needs to build a freaking He said natural everywhere. Yeah, no, no false hair, no relaxers. Yeah, it has okay. to be natural hair. Do you know where he needs to go? You know where he needs to go? Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that because if you remove hair, does that mean that you're now unnatural? Yeah, but he yeah, specifically I mean. said no false eyelashes, no false hair. Yeah. So he wants hair everywhere. He wants us to be bushless. bushless. No, no enhancements. No enhancements. So no makeup. So hold on. No, 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 no fake nails. Nothing. He's he doesn't he doesn't want anything. What's he gonna do for the woman? What? He's the head. <laughs> he's gonna be oh, no. and they didn't have to have two husbands. Wait, wait, come on, hold on. No Farah, no Farah, no, they're not. Apply and find out. Apply and find out. Applied, yeah, and then we became sister wives. <laughs> you, know what, you know what we should do? I swear down we should apply for kids. <laughs> I think I think we should I think we should put in a submission. You see how we, we, I know we wouldn't get Where from. is the link? Where <laughs> by the way that we speak in our English accent. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. This is killing it. Like, now, hold on, this man, I want to know if you know, because he was caught with a stripper. So was that stripper unenhanced? Was she like, because I don't know. I don't know. Enhanced, but he will say it was the weakness of his flesh, you know? Yeah, it was. It was definitely the weakness of his flesh. And he insulted her and didn't marry her, even though black men are supposed to marry their wives and not to take advantage of women with kids. But but he's, yeah, probably he now. Um, he's probably now. He's probably He's, he's, he's reformed. He's new. Every, everybody gets tested. But now he needs two wives, fully yeah. natural, with a CV. You need to also document your works in the community, like what you're um, about. Yeah. Hold on, wait. What has where's the where's sorry the school? Where's the school? Because the documentation of the school not existing is a plenty, but the documentation the Fredless Douglas Academy. Yes, buildings that he has. And the thing is, and also he's looking for an electrician to do the work for free, and it's going to be running. His paperwork that doesn't actually tie up to the fact that his ancestor that he's claiming his ancestor is not his ancestor. Where's it? Why do you want documentation when you can't provide documentation? You're undocumented no, on the same level. two buildings. I don't think it's your role as the future wife of Dr. Umar to question him. Yeah, I think so if you're going to apply, you need to nip that in the bud. I want to know who's talking to him about because your role. <laughs> imagine, imagine it's like, guys, 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 meet my new husband. Oh, you'd need to remove that hair. I'd have to start speaking like this because he's saying I'm a shepherd for the English devil because I'm talking yeah. in this. You'd have, have to retrain. You'd have to not talk. You would have to retrain your foot. You'd have to literally speak in a, a American. Oh, true. American. I have to talk like this. No, because yeah. I think you can't like be. No, I don't think he minds an African. He's adults. I don't know if he's adults. He minds an African and he yeah. doesn't mind an American, but he minds an yeah. English because the English are the people that colonized Africa. 
And I'm yeah. speaking like this because I'm actually a shepherd for the colonizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're not getting past, but but it's worth attempting. You never know. You, you never, never know. know how you you're performing, so so you know you've got to change it up, change it up. I won't be able to do the podcast. Hold on, wait. I feel like this is all turned on to me. You lot said sister wives. I ain't fucking know people fighting. You all just tried to generate mind. I'm not 100%. I'm not getting through. I'm going to get I'm through. I'm not getting through. I'm not getting through at all. I'm just, I'm just like, yeah. But I think like, you're probably like the. Like, Nana, you have two parents. Nana, Nana. Probably. Nana, I think on paper, you're the best candidate. To yeah, be yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I think you, you, I feel you've got you. documented works in the community, exactly. like literally, like exactly. helping the plant of every day, every day. Every day. No, natural story. Your whole brand is exactly what he needs. The natural I think story. You're bad, but look at the net. Do you know what I mean? The net. British failed. He would just tell you to remove the British part and be the black. So the thing is, it doesn't matter. The natural style story. Green even take your name. Dancing the greenery of Grenada. Name. He would take your name because you have an African name. He'll take your name. What the hell's your name? Evans. I'm married, and my surname is now Evans. So salami. I don't understand. I'm way too colonized. My surname is Arabic, so you know. And I'm Grenadian. I'm way too colonized for him. Imagine I was like, okay, girl, I feel like you convinced me. Imagine. <laughs> we should do it and see how far we get. That's the thing. I think I think you could probably get like a face-to-face -face Zoom. I think you could absolutely get a Zoom. You we should do this and book him in when we do this. Yeah. I'm available at five o'clock <laughs> on Tuesdays. Imagine, but he's going to get thousands of applicants, thousands oh, of women. And the thing is, the annoying thing is, there's going to be someone's like, yes, my time has come. I've been waiting for Dr. Umar to rock my world. Man. Get the comments, please, because long. <laughs> long. <laughs> okay, so we have... <clears throat> right. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Tang says, looking for his wife. Nigel says, he's been talking to Kevin Samuels. Uh, Nicholas says, I saw someone say they will apply when he builds the school. Uh, Mr. Tang says, we need uh, Dr. Umar looking for love series. <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to be up to. Um, and, and Nigel says, he needs a wildling. <laughs> <laughs> he also said he was King Kong. <laughs> Kay says they will all live in his car. <laughs> and Nicholas says, please, 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 aunties, apply. And he, yeah, he definitely is a do as I say type of dude. Um, and Antoinette says, would you not be offended if he rejected you? No, no. <laughs> I won't want to, <laughs> to give the good doctor satisfaction. Right. Rejects about fully natural. Um, and then Nigel also says you have strong African names. Your shoe, your shoe ins. And Ronald says armpit bush, no same, no shaving. And uh, Antoinette says one of you aunties need to apply. Do it for the culture, culture, culture. 
Victoria, get the Victoria phone. said, yay for black love. Go, AK. Yeah, Auntie Victoria, <laughs> Think of the emotional things you guys could do together. It would oh, be, it would be, be power. Amazing. Oh, my God, power couple. Yeah. Don't come here late and bring your comments at the end. Just get out of it. Get out of town. Yes, this is right up my street. This is the man I've been waiting for. All my life, King Kong. King Kong ain't got nothing. Talk about anyway, guys. You want to do four minutes, and I mean four minutes of Love Island. Oh yes, Love Island. Come Love on. Island, guys. If you watch Love Island, please let us. Oh, actually, shall we just show our little yes. things? Yes. Have it, Auntie Nana. We have our, we're fully involved in Love Island love. Yes. This so is, the I'm, I'm doing this under duress. This is this I'm not from <laughs> Love Island. I just love the fact that my name's on a water bottle. It is not a Love Island one. It's but it is a Love Island water bottle though. It does it does literally say Love Island on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a Love Island water bottle. <laughs> All right, so what has happened this week, Auntie Sade? Um, okay, so my memory's like a bit of a fish, so I can only remember yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, there was a recoupling recently, and um, Danny, the new boy, he's supposed to be a bit of a bad boy. I think he looks like the guys from Bross a little bit. He's got that bit of that look going on. He um, coupled up with Lucinda, who Lucinda's very pretty girl, but she talks like this. Really? Is that what you thought? That's how she speaks. I heard exactly how she talks. I'm so upset. Like, how can you? Because I think when we were, I was doing someone say for the wedding. I think, why does she talk? Oh, that's how she talks. Oh, like, oh, oh my god! Like me? Oh, really gonna do that? Oh my god! Why? <laughs> She's got like <laughs> ten words in her vocabulary. It's so lurid. <laughs> But she is very pretty, though. She's so cute. She is stunning. Um, And she seems like a very, you know, she seems like a harmless girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's not a bitch or anything. So anyway, so she couples up with Danny, much to Aaron's annoyance, because Aaron wanted to get with her. Aaron's currently coupled up with Kaz, um, the black girl. They're both black. uh, Black girl in the village, but they're in a friendship couple. So yesterday... Danny was just showing some signs, yeah, of, like, crazy behaviour. So, anyway, Aaron decided that he wanted to ask Lucinda to kiss him in front of um, Danny. And Lucinda was like, no, can't do that. Like, and so it didn't happen. He got swerved. Like, she literally just moved back. And it was, like, very funny. He went in for a kiss and she dodged it. Yeah, basically. Um, And then Danny got mad (laughs) and called Aaron over for a chat. Basically, was like, are you going to try and take me for a mug? <laughs> he wanted, he so wanted a, a, a moment where Aaron was going to switch on him and Aaron yeah. did not take the bait. He, he, he just did a brilliant, nah, sorry, I understand. Yeah, nah, I'm really Let's sorry. Shake Let's shake on it. And yeah, Danny didn't get his big explosive moment where the black boy the was going to be the aggressor and it didn't happen. But is Danny not mixed race? Why isn't Danny racist? He isn't. He looks like he has a bit of black in him, but I think he is actually white. I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think he's black. He's not claiming to be black, to be honest. So if he has got something in there, he doesn't, maybe he doesn't know. Um, 
But uh, the thing about Danny being racist, so basically what he'd done or what, is it alleged? I don't know. Yeah. I think he's no, no, he did, he, did, he did tweet it. Yeah, so basically it was, he made a comment to someone, he said something like, my nigger, to uh, a comment under someone who is actually white. Do you know what I mean? So he wasn't, he used a racist term, but he wasn't using it in a racist way. Do you know what I mean? So, however, people from past shows like Sharif have come out and said, well, I accidentally kicked someone and called it a cunt punt, I think, and he was removed from the show straight away. And it's a bit of a double standard because like, if he's removed for that, then surely there should be something that happens here. Even the other day, Faye called Brad a cunt to his face and nothing happened. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's, there's a bit of a double standard uh, going on there. boring anyway. I, d- I don't even think it's, um, it's... I don't think it's the same at all. I mean, really. I mean, the thing is, I think it's just like... It, that wasn't necessarily his fault. He could have just apologised. Do you know what I mean? The, the same... He didn't get the same treatment, basically. Um, but anyway, going back to this week's story, is that basically... Now, what they had a game called Love, uh, was it Kiss? No, Marry Kiss, uh, Pie, Snog Marry Pie, yeah, that's it. And um, Danny basically decided to pie Lucinda, like they're in a couple, who's the one that he's coupled up with, he likes, chose her, pied her in her face, terrible, really bad, really, really bad. And so now she's with Aaron. Basically, the black guy has... The, the thing is, so even though the black guy is going to get the girl, this means that the only remaining black girl, yeah, unless a new guy comes in, she's very vulnerable to leave the house. Yeah. And although Kaz keeps on wearing her damn bonnet and glasses, I actually do want her to stay in the house because she does add a little bit of, like, flavour to the house. But, you know, she's vulnerable. So mm. it's all going on in the Love Island house. Like literally, your face throughout this has just been hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to get excited. Anything you, you said, no, everything you said was not excited. <laughs> you said you said that he pied her in the face, and now she's with Aaron, and I'm supposed to get excited. Right now, it's like. Watching something like a foreign program with yeah. the titles, <laughs> yeah. I can see the actions and. No, you got to watch. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like it's talks like that. For but even when she does it, it's quite funny. Although that is it's how so she talks, funny. that is her voice. Like that, that is, is how she talks. And she's like so high pitch with it. She'll be so like, what do they talk about? What do they talk about? What do you like in a girl? <laughs> Do you really? Oh, really? Yeah, this I like that. Watch I, I like personality. I like that. Like, that's Why this <laughs> My thing is, what do they talk about? Because I feel like it's all strict and controlled. So, like, it, the conversations aren't real, are they? Do they have any real conversations? Yeah. It's not strictly controlled. No, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying that. They don't get they don't they don't get given lines, but they yeah. Get, no, I know that. I know that. I know it's not scripted. It's drama, situation. It's situation. Yeah, yeah it's situational script. Yeah. I know all of that. My point is, do they have real conversations? Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a reality show, so you're gonna get like it. It has to push the story on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
is in that way. But no, I think it's kind of interesting. I think Thingy's quite funny. Faye's quite funny. Um, she's got some good one-liners. And I think that Hugo actually does have some good one-liners, but he's such a drip, man. And I don't know what, what... The thing is, with Hugo, basically, he's coupled up with... Is he, he's coupled up with AJ, who yeah. is... Ee, I can't remember where she's from. I mean, she's half uh, Asian in some way. Yeah, Vietnamese or yeah. something. I'm not too yeah. sure. I can't remember. She's the same, but I can't remember. And he was coupled up with someone similar, and he don't really like AJ. And I'm just like... It's hard yeah. for them. It's interesting watching them navigate, not being able to talk about someone, their race. That is interesting to me. I find it yeah. fascinating. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, something's missing. It's just like, you, just, can't say, you, don't, you don't like that look. I don't like that look, but they seem to like me. Yeah, basically. It's, is what it's he wants to say to her. Can, can we get the comments, please? <laughs> <laughs> also known as, let's move on. <laughs> oh, okay um candy says lucinda is not innocent she's the girl who will get guys beaten up most definitely um sheila says oh no not love island <laughs> candy's cuts facetime with her mother for that every night um <laughs> antoinette says apparently danny is from the traveler community that would probably make sense, that kind of darkish type of look, definitely. Um, and Torgut says, how's you all? Hello. Um, and Candy says, Hugo is no, not into, uh, is so not into ethnic girls. That's the term he'd use, definitely. And uh, Nicholas says, Auntie AK, triangle for Love Island, would you rather? <laughs> I couldn't make my trunk when I'd have to watch Love Island. I mean, how? How? Which one? Which one are you gonna do? Which, hold on a minute. What's the thing? Like, I could play would my. Would you rather? No, hang on. Exactly. Would I rather my triangle or Love Island? Um, ooh, Use me... your triangle. Or watch Love Island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lose your triangle or watch Love Island. Never play the triangle again. You never play the triangle again. If you don't watch Love Island, or you can play the triangle and you watch Love Island. Oh, I would love to watch Love Island to keep my triangle. What the fuck? Oh, you'd watch it. I'll protect my triangle. You got to watch it then. I'd I'd watch Love Island. This is not a real scenario. No one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll just try. I would watch the triangle. You got to watch it. I'll watch every episode. You got to go back to the beginning. And watch it all the way I've through. I watch all the series. Well, every, like, every, every, episode, every season. I watch every single one. Rid <laughs> of the triangle. Listen, let me tell you something now. No one's not taking my triangle. These stakes are rubbish. rubbish. Listen, let me just tell you something here. Yeah? I know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know, see, four one day. When you're creeping, you know my whole house, my whole outside be lined with triangles, so you would never be able to get <laughs> You know what? I might do that instead. I might like just make you wake up and your whole bed's filled with triangles and then you're <laughs> like, ah, the triangles. That'll be the of noise and joy. Quickly, Nana, who do you think is who do you think is um gonna leave the villa next? If they lose a boy and a girl, because we're currently we have to vote and who's gonna He's gonna leave, I think. Who do you I think's think, leaving? I think Kaz is sadly mm. gonna go. Yeah. And um Hugo. 
I think AJ and Hugo. No, I hope actually no, my Danny and AJ. I think they're gonna go. Could be them, but I don't know. I feel like Kaz isn't safe. I think she's yeah. she's probably gonna be leaving. I think I think Hugo might save her though if he can. I think he might. But yeah, okay, cool. All right, guys, we can move on. That was our, just a quick roundup. That was a lengthy roundup. <laughs> I'll make it more spicy next week, don't worry. I think you need to. I think, look, the thing is, you've got to add your own scenes that never happened to make me feel like, yes, that's amazing. Um, okay, guys, what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week? Auntie AK, what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week? Well, sad and slightly mad is this up, Uprising, is a new documentary from Steve McQueen, who did Small Acts, and this focuses on the events surrounding the Newcastle fire in 1981. And it's one of those saddening, maddening things that there's so much footage that we have not seen of British black existence. And it's just all these archives that are sitting there um, that have been untouched. And the fact that we're so bombarded with American, black American civil rights movement, we don't have an understanding of what happened in the UK. It's a really good documentary. Um, I did a Q and A with the executive producers last night for BAFTA and Women in Film and TV. Where is it? It's not available unless you're a member of Women in Film and TV. Um, it was, I think, yeah, yeah, as far as I know. If it is available, if they make it public, I'll share it. But um, it's just a really, it's a really good documentary. Three episodes, it starts tonight, nine o'clock on BBC One, and then it's available on iPlayer, and it will run from tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. It's just, and that story as well, that, that sorry, I don't wanna go on too long, but yeah, the New Cross fire, that's legend for us in, over here. 13 kids died in a fire, um, and it was never resolved if it was a racist attack or it started inside, but just actual speaking to people who were actually there and affected by it. I think that's the first time I've ever seen this in this way, in this conversation, it's really good. And that's that. So that's sad, mad. Um, my other, I had a mad Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino makes me mad. I might save it for next week because actually today I was in the gym and one of, you know, I've been going about the Peloton bikes. Um, they two of them are out of service, so there's only two available. So by the time I got in there, someone was on it. So, okay, let me go and do something for 20 minutes. I went on another machine for 20 minutes, came off the machine. She's still on it. And I was like, so, oh, politely, how long are you going to be? She said, I've got another 47 minutes. So my point is, right, you know that there's two out of service. You know that people want to use a popular Peloton. There was classes for half an hour, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Don't be selfish. Don't be an absolute dickhead. Just be fair. The whole of my time, because you know it's in the morning, people have got to go to work. Just don't be selfish. I, she was, I know she maybe whatever she's trying to go for, whatever, maybe she's an Olympian. Who the fuck knows? But you could just like do half an hour because I would be considerate and just do the maximum half an hour. You can't do a 90 minute workout when people are waiting for the damn bike. Sensitive, I mean, selfish, which I hated her. <laughs> and um, I'm glad um, for the Pierre Moss Couture Show. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to say that as well. Anyway, Pierre Moss did the Couture Show at the house of Madame CJ Walker in France. It just looked wonderful. And his um, couture was um, designs of Im inventation inventions that um, black people made over years and over history. It was just really a visual delight. And it was at the house of Madame CJ Walker in France. And he's the first time a black designer has been invited to um, uh, show showcase their clothes at this couture show in Paris, which is a bullshit. So it would make me mad as well. That it's the first time. However, well done, Pierre Moss. Um, and I'm in Paris. Wasn't it in Paris? Where was no, it? No, no, they're just in Upper State, New York. Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know why? DJ Walker. I thought Paris. No, because you know what? I think the title of it is like Paris um, Couture Show. So I just literally thought it was in Paris. And I oh, do okay. not want to break it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah, the case. Upstate New York. 
Yeah, okay, there's a New Yorker, not Paris. But anyway, I'm also glad a great weekend. My friends got married and it was a wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful weekend. And from start to finish, shout out to Auntie Farah and Auntie Teresa, who are the baddest planners in the world. And just generally to all of us who just come together for our homies, um, who got married and it was beautiful, wonderful. And the weather held out, so it was a wonderfully nice weekend. Auntie Farah, what's made you sad and world and grog? I don't have a sad. So I am mad at the wishy-washy government and I just wish that they would just make, a, a, you know, a rule and just stick to it. Stop saying, go out, don't go out, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It's up to you, it's not up to you, it's up to me, it's up to us. It's just really affecting me in my life, my day-to-day -day job, and also just being able to live and go outside and be with my friends. And It's just annoying. I'm finding it really annoying. I just want them to just fucking make a decision and stick to it um and i am glad just like auntie ak i'm glad because our friends got married over the weekend and it was a wonderful wedding like it seriously they take the title for the best first dance in history because it was just amazing and just yeah, the whole day was wicked the sun shined the birds sung and everyone had fun so yeah literally auntie nana um okay so my sad, it, it, it's changed. So, well, one of the sads is I've been bitten on the heel of my foot by a mosquito. And when I get bitten, it comes up into like a really big bump. So everything is hurting, like when I wear shoes. Um, the other sad is I've left the windows open to my studio and we just had a downpour of rain and it, there's probably going to be mini puddles in there. So I'm, I'm sad and a little bit mad about that. Um, I'm also mad. I very rarely get unreasonable when my period's coming. And for some reason, I could feel it. Like the last few days, I was being wholly unreasonable. And I knew I was, but I couldn't stop myself. So we even Saturday, we had a lovely family barbecue, lots of family and friends around. And I just got into a mood, which I, never happens to me. And I went and got my nails done. And so the barbecue started and I wasn't here. And I just took my time and just relaxed and got my nails done and just came into the barbecue and didn't really help much with any food. But I had a lovely time. It was absolutely excellent. But that I'm putting down to my period because that is insane for me. I generally wouldn't be that person. But over the weekend, I was definitely my period. Um, and yeah, and that's also my glad. I did have an absolutely brilliant time. We did karaoke. I sang my heart out and danced and, yeah, had a really nice time after my selfish mo moment in the morning. I really want to know who's mad with you. I'd love to know. I want someone in the comments. Uncle Nee, <laughs> who is mad about Auntie's behaviour on Saturday? Auntie Shade. Um, oh, I'm here. You're back now. Um, <laughs> so I was sad about my hay fever just attacking me um yeah it was just really bad it still is really bad actually but i've been all right while we're recording this at the moment i haven't actually sneezed once and hopefully i won't um but yeah just like just so extreme like sneezing 10 times in a row like just exhausted from sneezing it's just i, I just don't understand why i have to suffer like this to be honest so it just makes me sad it hinders my life um I am mad that although we are, I've got inverted comments, free, 
Um, <laughs> we still have to wear masks on public transport, and it drives me fucking insane. That 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 is compulsory. I think it should be a choice, and it's not a choice, and it drives me up the wall, and I'm annoyed at that. Um, and it just means that I will be taking public transport less because of it. And I guess I'm glad for the sunshine. Um, yeah, although it's like insanely hot, so I'm slightly complaining, but I prefer it to be hot than cold. <laughs> um, let's get a comment. Okay, we have Nicholas says, sad for Bismarcky, nothing mad, and glad for the heat wave and the sunshine. Yes. Thank you so much. And that, oh, Auntie Farah. Yes, I have a don't piss me off. So my don't piss me off this week is to all the billionaire dick swinging bollocks that's going on. Um, today, the next billionaire, Jeff Bezos, went to space or is going to space any minute now on his 15 minute journey. And it's just like the amount of money that they have, they're spending to, or to get their fucking rocks off is annoying me. These people should be investing that money in saving the flipping companies, the people that they work, you know, that work for them, don't get paid enough money, don't have enough benefits. And they talk about saving the environment, but they're pissing all this fucking fuel up the earth. It's annoying. So that's a don't piss me off. These wankers. Why do I have to pay for Amazon Prime if you can go to the moon? <laughs> to be honest, that's quite true. I, I just hope he comes back as dust. Like I think they're going up there to receive their orders. That's what's scary. Yeah. I feel like they're going up there. It doesn't need to be long. They just got to go up there because that's where the signal's the strongest, and no one's watching them. That's why they. Yeah, yeah. Right. Can I get reception? On my phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bullshit. Okay. Well, that was your aunties could never episode 71 thank you very much for listening and watching wherever you are in the world keep listening and watching wherever you are in the world because we're bloody fantastic don't forget to like comment and subscribe on all our social media platforms as instagram twitter and facebook and we're on youtube and by the way when you're listening to us on our podcast platforms please leave a comment so we can check them and read them through the show thank you very much my people stay safe and um don't push people into pools <laughs> Bye. <laughs>